What's poppin'? Kicking into a whole new week with the Drew and Mike Show. And Mark and Brandon here, recording on Sunday afternoon in the deals in the D.com studios. And of course, Hall Financial, our presenting sponsor. Such a great 2022. I hear they got a couple tips already this year. That's great. Nice. Is there out to make you debt free? Debt free? If you've got credit card debt. Ooh, that's a bad place to be if you're not paying the full amount every month because interest rates are insane. You know, I actually was just late on a bill. And I was oh. like, what? Oh. What the hell is that? Because I am typically, I can be late even though I will pay the whole amount. It is ridiculous. And uh, you probably got hit with that fee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got nailed. Yeah. So a cash out refi from Hall Financial might be a great way to save some money for you and use your equity in your home, provided you own your home, to pay off high interest credit card debt. They got a free five-minute mortgage review, which gives you all the information and them all the information they need to see if they can help. And you get cash fast. A couple weeks from Hall Financial. Call 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. And everything is uh, full steam ahead. Tamar Hamlin posted a message of his own. He thanked everyone. Didn't say anything about not playing football. He's all pumped. Cool. And I see uh, the league is just gone crazy a moment of support in all the early games they got the three painted on the field the pre-game shirts the three patches for the bills and someone's a- making a lot of money off this uh, <laughs> someone probably who's is. this t-shirt guy is this a little too much well it's, I, of, it's a little out of control when, when, I, it, when it comes from the nfl it's it's ridiculous because it's like we care so much about our players. We support them. It's Every like, field no, has to turn no. their threes into bills. No, that's all performative. What you're doing is, you know, if you really cared about the players, you'd maybe guarantee, get contracts guaranteed. You'd also make right. them retire after five years <laughs> in the league so they wouldn't damage their brains. No shit. Or, or the pension have them be vested a little bit early. So it's all performative. It makes people feel better. I'm glad DeMar is, is doing better. I'm glad that he's tweeting and... God, did it mean so much when the Bills ran back the opening kickoff. It was like a storybook. They did it for DeMar. But what I don't like, does the trainer really need to go into the NFL Hall of Fame? Who started that? (laughs) Fucking idiot. Why do people, there's always too many people talk. God damn it, I hate people having a voice. I want to find everybody who signs that petition and ask them three weeks from now what the trainer's name is. (laughs) Just unsolicited. What's the trainer's name? I don't even know what his name is. It's Frank somebody? Okay, or? close enough. Danny Kellington, I'm sorry. Yeah. Frank somebody. <laughs> Danny Kellington, close. Frank somebody. He got the he got a uh, game ball today because, it, and I got to say, it was really cool watching the Bills return that opening kickoff. That place was going bananas. Oh, no, that's cool. That's awesome. And then Stuff like that happens. They returned another kickoff, and the, the guy gave the ball to the trainer, Frank somebody. Oh, that's great. What about the ambulance driver? Why doesn't he get a ball? He should get the first ball. Shouldn't he be in the NASCAR Hall of Fame? NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Let me make a train. Like, like, the I, NF, like the NFL wants to put a segment in their Hall of Fame that reminds everybody how brutally aggressive this game is. I saw a defibrillator demonstration on CBS this morning, and they show you how easy it is to just grab one at the airport and just start defibrillating people who are having strokes or heart. Wait, do we want everybody operating defibrillators, really? Yes, because that piece... No, we don't! Yeah, we do, because that piece pointed out that the machine will actually check the heart rate before it shocks somebody. Yeah, but what if somebody goes, I'm pretty sure this guy heart and just starts zapping people. Why not? What if somebody just fainted? They're just a little, you know, they're just a little lightheaded. Wake them up. Get them going. Is it okay to defibrillate people that don't need defibrillating? Yeah, why not? 
Think about I don't know. I mean, can that cause any harm? They didn't even mention. Yeah. I would we think act, so too. Yeah, I don't want people. Can. I don't want everyone knowing how to defibrillate people, but not knowing when they should be defibrillated. But basically, that machine just does everything itself. You press one button. Oh, are you telling me some Yahoo at the airport could not fuck up a defibrillation? Oh, that's a great question. I'm, well, I'm yeah, talking about yeah. somebody who just is feeling weak and faint and just passes out. Or they're asleep. Oh, my God, this person can't be asleep or they'd wake up right now to defibrillate them. They should. That's great. <laughs> that would lead to some no, great no. surveillance video. If Frank somebody gets in the Hall of Fame, what's going to happen is people are going to fight over who gets to use the defibrillator in the airport on somebody so they can be the hero. Well, that's the other dangerous part, seeing what heroes these people are now. Everybody's going to want to be a hero. It's going to be defibrillation nation. <laughs> <laughs> Defibrillation nation. <laughs> We're going to see those machines everywhere. And we probably should, right? I, I, I guess. I don't know. I feel like there's got... This can't be that easy to just know when to defibrillate people and just do it. For anybody? <laughs> do you want anyone defibrillating you? Uh, no, I mean, the machine... Like I said, the machine knows if okay, you need well, it. Okay, well, let's, let's defibrill, I'll defibrillate you one of these days okay, and we'll show how great it is. I, I practiced when I did, like, the uh, the CPR training. They made me do the defibrillator training. So I could do it. I could do it. I could shock anybody, too. Well, I'm let's you. find someone who's sick and we'll have you standing by. <laughs> I'd rather Drew shock me. Um, meanwhile, just, just this has got to be the worst week for the cult I can remember in a long time. Harbaugh's talking about jobs again. NCAA says Harbaugh is a liar and a cheater. Hunter oh, Dickinson no. is talking shit uh, to MSU, Wisconsin. He calls, or somebody called Hitler, or Izzo Hitler, and he apologized. Well, did he, what did he apologize? Yeah, he just he distanced himself. I guess. And then they lose the game, 57-53. It was a pretty good game. It got close at the end. And Harbaugh is everywhere doing everything. Cheating, lying, losing, trying to get jobs. Yeah, but he's a terrible why is, person. Why isn't he at the Holocaust Museum yet? When is he going to the Holocaust Museum? He's doing <laughs> everything right. else. Yeah, I forgot about that. He can look for jobs. He can just do whatever he wants. But he doesn't seem to be in any hurry to go to the Holocaust Museum. Well, he didn't tweet it. Did Donovan Edwards go yet? No, the whole team was going. Yeah, right. Sounds like another Harbaugh whopper. <laughs> and then today, CBS had a story... This seemed like kind of a dick story. I mean, it almost seemed like an MSU person wrote the story because it was about how Harbaugh Panthers meeting initiated by Harbaugh. Yeah. Well, oh, SI had it actually. Was I can't remember which one of you guys talking to. I kind of felt like this is the first time he's had an agent, right? I don't know if you knew that or not. That Harbaugh has an agent now. He didn't the last two contracts. Yeah, he's probably lying when he said he didn't. Well, I I think this is a leverage thing to get more money out of the university. Or a better contract or something. But he, he and it, the, according to SI, the headlines, Panthers didn't initiate conversation with Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh, or his representation, has been calling Panther owner David Tepper regularly for weeks. It sounds like they're burning his phone <laughs> up. Uh, Tepper eventually agreed to have, just to get rid of Harbaugh, I think he agreed to have a conversation with him, so he'd stop calling him all the time. But it was not a formal interview for the job. This is in contrast to Harbaugh's recent statement, another whopper, saying he was aware of rumors and speculation when he said colleges and NFL teams have great interest in all our personnel, and that's a testament to the strength of the University of Michigan football program, when he's actually calling this guy every five minutes. I'm Jim Harbaugh. He does have an interview with the Broncos this week. Although, is that a whopper? Do we know? Yeah, probably. It's a story. I don't know why who would, who would want to coach that team. That team sucks. 
They're gonna wow, be bad. that was a good move. They're going to be bad for a while. they got no picks. They just gave up everything to get Russell Wilson, and he's bad. If he's just trying to get more money, that's really lame. I mean, if he wants to go back to the NFL, why would no I, I, one okay. hire him? I, I do, mean, if he's begging for jobs I do, everywhere. I do think he, and I mean, look at these NCAA violations. And, and which, by the way, he's lying. I was going to say, a liar. And, and also what NIL has done to the game, which it's kind of funny to look at these two in juxtaposition. And NIL is this wild, out of control madness. And the NCAA is worried about watching a Zoom workout. You know, it's just kind of. Kind of silly. They don't care about that. They're they're mad about the whoppers he's telling. Liar. That being said, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be fed up with coaching in the NCAA. I'd I'd rather coach in the NFL if I was him too. Wouldn't you? Why can't he get a job? I mean, he's begging, blowing up everyone's phone. He's abrasive. Isn't he 60 now? I mean, he's kind of on the older end. Later 50s or close? Yeah, Yeah. 59. But this is really going to be his last shot until next year. (laughs) The year well, if he after, can't get one this year or last year, I don't, how is he going to get one next year? Yeah. His brother will probably blow somebody to get him a job. I think your, your boy Ursay might go after him. Maybe. I don't know. He's a weirdo, man. Who knows what he's going to do? Well, uh, weirdo. I don't know how to make sausage. Yeah. I don't know what goes into sausage. And a big cheater and a liar. <laughs> Had enough of his shit. <laughs> Just keep winning. Aaron Rodgers, by the way... Um, I don't know, other than because it's football. I really don't want to talk a lot of football, but I was really laughing reading about his new girlfriend, the daughter of the owner of the Milwaukee Bucks. Do you remember when she first burst onto the scene? Was she doing it at the draft? Yes, yeah. she was at the draft lottery. And people lost their shit because yeah, she was there and she was so hot. And I was like, what's this hot chick doing at the draft? It's like, what is this hot 18-year-old doing running the Milwaukee Bucks? Well, she's 26 now, yeah, and Eddie, yeah. she is a smoke show. Yeah. Uh, 225,000 Instagram followers. You know, isn't that piling on when you're that rich and you're you're trying to be, oh, I'm an influencer because mm-hmm. I'm so hot and I'm really rich. Mm-hmm. Doesn't she have enough? And he, did you know he's part owner of the Bucks? Yeah, 1%. Yeah, I, I saw know that. that. But she has, she. Uh, I don't think she has any other family or friends because I looked at her Instagram and it's, it's all her. pictures of her alone. <laughs> she looks lonely as hell. It's just her in a thong or just being extremely hot all by herself. Mallory Edens. Now there's going to be a bunch of Aaron Rodgers in there too, right? I didn't see any of Not him. the Instagram, Mallory. No. No, there was, <laughs> she's got to put him on there, right? I suppose at some point if he doesn't unhotten her picture too much. But, uh, of course, I went right to the comments, and the first one I saw was, No way Aaron Rodgers is tapping that! Why? <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers? Because he's 39, I guess? I don't know. Yeah, but... You look amazing. Smoke show. And she's a Bucks fan. Oh, my God. She's so rich, too. Love you. Gorgeous. Wow, look at that backside of your paddleboard. <laughs> you no. get it waxed? Did he really say that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Do better, guys. <laughs> Amazing ass. Oh, yeah. No one is worthy of that perfect ass. <laughs> she is hot. Those cheeks, though. Wow. Great angle. Stunning. Holy shit. You are so beautiful, Mallory. There are just no words. That's her job. I can now see I've seen an angel. Oh, God. Oh, you should do more squats. Looks tight down there. That ass, good God. <laughs> Incredible ass, and the titties are just icing. Imagine having someone saying that on your page. Uh, I mean, every day when you take a picture, this endless stream of people. Do you want to fast forward forty years and see your Instagram? Then, <laughs> yes, I Is do. You're going to be doing what uh, Paulina Poroskova does, probably. What the crying? Fuck? 
What the fuck? Aaron Rodgers. It's all because of Aaron so Rodgers. Crazy. I know. Although, actually, she had... She, it's, she, oh, I wonder when... I wonder how many followers she had before she knew Aaron Rodgers. Is there any way to find out? Or before everybody found her at the draft. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I mean, she true. was young. Well, wasn't she? It didn't bother anybody. I, I just... Where are the fans of Olivia Mund and Danica Patrick? <laughs> I wonder how many followers and Shailene they have. Woodley. <laughs> Are they mad that Aaron's dumped them all for younger women? He probably jacked their Instagrams up, too. Yeah. Before he dumped them. Well, he makes, he makes everybody around him better, doesn't he? Is he friends with his family yet again? Or no. Or do they still no. hate each other? No. no. He is... Uh, that is so weird. <laughs> I thought that's really he funny. He has cut them out of his life. He's nailed um, consecutively more attractive women from Danica Patrick to Olivia Munn to the Shailene Yeah, Woodley. Danica Patrick seemed a little subpar. She's, yeah, thought. she's okay. She drives really fast, but... You really want a chick that's a better driver than you? But then his brother has to go on The Bachelor to find out. <laughs> yeah, and of course he has to talk nothing except Aaron, 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 Aaron. They go back to the high school and look at my brother on the wall. <laughs> oh, yeah. On the hometown. Right. <laughs> it was that. embarrassing. I was embarrassed for Aaron Rodgers. Brandon, all you talk about is The Bachelor. God, cut it out. No, sorry. Um, new car inventory is growing, and when inventory grows, so do the savings. A full lot means a better selection, and a better selection means dreamy deals. Best of all, when you visit our friends and studio sponsors, Zot, Ford, and Holly, you get both. So if you bought out your lease in the past year or two because there was nothing to choose from and the deal sucked, then today is your lucky day. There's no need to spend money, no new brakes, tires, maintenance. Just trade that turd in and get $2,000 more than it appraised for when you bought it or lease a new Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer at Zot Ford. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you can trade in almost any used car and get the extra two grand when you get a new whip. Wow. Nobody cares. What a great deal. <laughs> Need more deals? 0% financing? How can they have 0% financing? That's crazy. Somebody just went in there and took a picture of some of the plaques on the wall, too, and just to see Tom Masway's name on uh, oh, when for, he was a salesman. Yeah. But and that was, you know, but I just want to point out that that was not any advantage he got from being part of this show. He earned all those sales that's he busted true. his ass it was during january too when he had to like wipe all the snow off of the uh the that's stars. right yeah and then it's like it's tom masway and then was it dan kittle like 11 times oh yeah dan kittle's he's, awesome yeah he is he helped me out big time a couple times uh so yeah zero percent financing uh plus Gabar and the team will toss in a factory ford factory trifold tonu cover tunnel cover i think tunnel cover on every f-150 you buy or lease in the month of january and expanding inventory generates beautiful bargains, and you can check out both when you go visit dealsinthed.com. And uh, Legacy Partners, now there's another place, Tom Masway. Boy, he's just part of everything, isn't he? I had a, uh, it was like a block yeah. party over the weekend with people complaining about why they were blocked. <laughs> and to me, I saw that. the dumbest one is a guy called Maz on New Year's Eve when Michigan was playing, was bitching. Endlessly, the referees stole the game. So this guy called him Tom Mazeway, which I thought was pretty brilliant. That's really blocked, good. blocked, blocked, <laughs> blocked for making a good joke. And then there were a couple of them. What were the other ones I asked? Well, what did you, what did you send out? And pretty brutal, actually. But oh, really? I don't know that I would block people. Do you block people for posting? No, terrible the time to do that. I think you just give them more to bitch about. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Tom is, of course, has had huge impact on legacy partners and a uh, big part of the planning situation. No, I'm kidding, of course. You, know, she, you might not be as inclined to use legacy partners. Maz is very pr uh, 
He might draw your name, though. I mean, give him that. That's true. Yes. So, and you can save money on your home and auto insurance. But did you know they also Courtney specialize McClellan. in small business insurance? And if you're close to Medicare, they can help you navigate Medicare for no charge. That's really nice, by the way. And who knows? Maybe you want to get a quote or two while you're at that. They're independent. They shop all the carriers, find you a great deal. And when you get their quote, uh, many people are pretty pissed at their current insurance carrier. So just call 586-209-4106. Talk to Legacy Partners. Tell them we sent you. That's 586-209-4106. Man, they're good, too. Um, Alex, who handles my stuff over there, because, you know, I had to buy my lease out from Zot. And the new bank sends me this thing that I had no idea what it was, just one of these rules you have to follow that they need documentation from. So I took a picture and just sent it to Alex. I go, can you handle this? He goes, yep, done. And I got an email back a few hours later, done. Nice. I don't even know what it was. Lady Jane's Huge. another award winner, an award-winning experience. And you can register for a once-in-a-lifetime chance to win a down payment for your dream home. Up to two hundred grand. Lady Jane's open seven days a week. Walk in anytime. It's wicked awesome always at Lady Jane's. And uh, you know, I think I'll start with um, what's my man's name? Butch. Uh, Butch. Butch Marion. Yeah, the Walmart cashier. Butch. Eighty-two years old. And some TikTokers like, what is this eighty-two-year-old dude? Doing working full time at the cashier. I couldn't figure it out either. He worked at General Motors, mm-hmm. famously known as Generous Motors. He's a veteran. Why does he have to work? Maybe he wants to. Does he want to work? No. Oh, it didn't sound like no. it. That's a bummer. Because this this eighteen uh, year old got friendly with Butch and uh, he ended up TikToking saying, God, can we help this guy retire? And they raised a go fund me around a hundred and that's great. It's hundred and ten thousand dollars. One twenty one. Well, wait right a second. Now. The most important thing is how many more followers did this guy on TikTok get from yeah. doing this nice kind act? Uh hard to say. Uh, probably a lot. But anyway, Butch is all fired up. I feel like a new man, a bird out of a cage. Good for him. Oh, he's gonna be pounding trim everywhere, isn't he? Well, with all that money? <laughs> he's what if he goes broke? <laughs> he's gonna go on a bender. Why why is an eighty two year old guy I see Lila! Especially if he worked for GM. Jesus, what the... Letter free one day. Wouldn't he have a really good pension? You would think. Yes, you would think so. But, you know, a lot of those greeters that you see at Walmart and Meijer, they tend to be elderly. So, I mean, some people just want to work. They want to have a, a reason to get up in the morning. We have have seen stories in the past where people retire, they don't do anything, and then they die right away. Yeah, no, I mean, that that's always that's always my first question is, you know, do you want to be doing this or do you not want to be doing it? Well, he's got $120,000 now, so he can sky's the limit right now. So we can call him up. I talked to him earlier. Or oh, did you? I, well, I gave him a call just to see if the number would work because I didn't want to, like... Well, he, probably, he probably answered because he thought you were giving him money. Butch looks... I mean, doesn't he look like 82 going on 92? Yes. Yeah, I mean, why is he sad. working a 40-hour week? I, I'm so happy for this guy. He's 40 hours, too? Yeah. Oh, yes. my God. And, uh... <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I can't help looking at the comments. First comment. At today's interest rates, he'll have a Jeez. peaceful three or four years and be out on his ass again. <laughs> Like, that's not enough money. And then, why haven't his kids come to see him? Hope they don't drain him. Because he said he wanted to go visit his kids in Florida and his grandkids because he hasn't seen them in Wait, years. It's like, why don't they visit him? That's a fair question. Grandkids are in their 50s. Yeah, well, get, why don't they help them out? Maybe, they're, maybe they need help, too. Start Let's a GoFundMe, Brandon, for his See kids. if we can delicately find out what is up with that with Butch. 
Because did he really work at General Motors? And is he a I, veteran? I veteran pension? We'd have great. Fuck? Wait a sec. Yeah, this is odd. He'd have really good pensions from both. Unless he's bad with yeah, money. Bust the guy or anything. Bad with money. Does he just blow it out his ass? I mean, is that going to happen again if he does? Hello. Hey, is this Butch? Yeah. Hi, Butch. It's the Drew and Mike show calling in Detroit. Congratulations. Uh, you called me once before today. Yes, Brandon uh, called to talk to you because uh, we're just so excited that they got you uh, off the cashier there at Walmart. And uh, you sound like you're excited, too. Oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah, well, it just seems terrible that somebody at your age should be working a 40-hour week. But I guess you, you needed to get by? No, I did it for something to do. Oh, I, I see. I mean, yes, so the, I needed money, of course. Sure. Uh, uh, but uh, I, I only worked 28 hours a week. That was it. Oh, oh this guy said you worked 40. Story's changing. Hmm. Um, wait, now, it's also said you were a Navy veteran, but then I noticed in the story it also said you were an Army veteran. Are you a veteran? Yes, I'm Navy. Oh, I thank see. you. And how many years did you put in? I put in uh, about nine years. Nine years. Oh. Well, seems this like sailor you, needs a Cosmo. Seems like that would be, uh, you get some nice pension, uh, nice pension out of that. Right, yeah. That seems, yeah. you getting all you're supposed well, to get. Are, are you recording this? Yes, we are. Are we in trouble? No. Oh. Yeah, no, but, yeah, of but course. How come, how come you're recording it? Oh, because we're, we want to do the story on our show, on the Drew and Mike oh, show, because everybody's excited for yeah, you. We're very happy. We want to send oh. more people to the GoFundMe. And oh, we, okay. Yeah, in fact, your GoFundMe's up to 121 grand. Yeah. I know it was at 108, but you got another 13 coming. Do what? Uh, well, we, we understand you got a check for $108,000, but the GoFundMe, which was raising the money, is actually up to 121000 So you got some more money coming. It keeps coming. It keeps adding up. Oh, wow. Isn't that something? Yes, it is. And um, well, now, I, I, but I'll tell you what. i tell you what. Please tell the me. People, tell you the what. people... That is in this uh, world today, the way they have treated me, and everywhere I go, people know me now because of TV interviews and everything. I mean, it's just been nothing but wonderful. So uh, did, it's did, a big, great. I, I still, I still can't grasp a hold of it. Did you put your two weeks in with Walmart? I'm already retired from Walmart. Oh wow, that was quick. Yeah, um, yeah. I just had one more question about uh, your background because we're here in Detroit. Did you work at General Motors at some time? Uh, at Pont in Pontiac. Oh, cool. wow! And how long were you working there? Oh, about twenty-six years. If they don't don't they have a pension plan of some kind? Well, no, because I uh, uh, huh? had to uh, go on a personal leave. My wife was uh, oh. sick, and uh, oh no, she got a disability from General Motors. And uh, the doctor at General Motors told me to take her down to Florida on the uh, West Coast in the Panhandle. Yeah. Because and, the warm, salt air would help her. And, oh. and then that, so that, I, that, that kind of screwed the pension up, I guess, huh? Well, no, I, I, I get my pension. Oh, oh okay. okay but, but, but I don't get a full pension. I see. I yeah, we heard you were taking care of your ex-wife's husband, and then you were taking yes. care of your ex-wife. Yes. Wow. What a yes. big heart. No, uh, the ex-wife's husband, it seems like that'd be hard to do, but you must be a really uh, unique person to be able to do that. I ain't nobody special. Yeah, you I are. Do what yeah, you, you, are. I, you do what you got to do. 
If you treat the people the way you want to be treated, that's going to come back to you. Well, I wish everybody felt that way because that's uh, that's a great lesson for people. But, but what are you? Gonna- but at the same time, I was wondering when when the ex-wife's husband wasn't feeling well and you were taking care of him, was your ex-wife also ill? So you were taking care of both of them at the same time? Yeah. No, not the same time. So no, no. you were taking care of the ex-husband even when your ex-wife was okay? Yeah, and then uh, when he passed away, the wife come down with breast cancer, and and I had to uh, uh, take care of her, which I did. Wow, that's that's really sweet of you, and and especially when she could have taken care of the ex husband or the uh, ex wife's husband. It seems like she could take care of him, but you jumped in anyway. You jumped in ahead of her. Me and him was the best of friends. Oh, and his children. Uh, his, his two daughters, they're my daughters now. Aww. Uh, they called him Dad King and called me Dad Butch. Aww. And, when he, when he passed, and then when he passed away, the girls told me, Dad, there is no more Dad Butch and there is no more Dad King. It's Dad. Aww. Well, that's really nice. Uh, that's so bad. many unique things in this story. Um, and, and I guess you plan to use the uh, the money that was raised to go visit your, you have a, a, a child and grandkids in Florida that you're going to go see? Um, I'm going down and visit them, yes. How long has it been since you've seen them? Oh, four or five years, I guess. Oh. They ever get up your way? Pandemic? Oh, yeah, yeah COVID. Uh, yeah, 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 they've come up this way. Oh. They have, Okay. But yeah, COVID did really get everybody behind, so that'll be great. You can get get, get all caught up. And how old are your grandkids? Oh boy, I don't know. I got a great granddaughter. Is twenty one years old. What? <laughs> really? Is she single? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's going to school. <laughs> that means she. We don't know if she's single. Yeah, you must be very proud. You can you be. In, you can be in school and be single at the does, same time. Wait, does she have a TikTok like this guy that helped you out? Good Does point. she have a TikTok? Yeah. Who? My great granddaughter? Yeah. No. Maybe she could start a TikTok for somebody else at Walmart that needs to retire. Wait, Butch, do you have what? a TikTok? <laughs> Butch? Yeah. yeah. No, I do uh, not. I oh, don't okay. even have a cell phone. Oh, wow. Wait. Uh-huh. Seriously? I, yeah, no, you don't. I don't even have I don't even have a computer. What? what? Wait, well, you can get a cell phone now. I can, but why do I want one? I got my landline here at the house. There's lots of things you can see online with a, with a smartphone. Yeah. Or a computer. Lots yeah, of fun yeah, things. Yeah, and they can sure track everything you do. <laughs> okay. Oh, are you worried about getting busted now, Butch? <laughs> no, no, I ain't worried about getting busted. <laughs> what are you trying to hide from? Butch, what are they going to track you for? Yeah. What did you do wrong? What are you talking about? Well, I, I'm just wondering, what, do you, what are you afraid of being tracked for? Because you seem like a perfectly nice fella. You took care of your your uh, ex-wife's husband. You took care of her. You seem like such a nice person. I, I can't imagine what they track you for. What 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 bad could come of it? Hey, hey the government does that with everything. You got OnStar on your car, yeah. and yeah. you don't even have it on. They can ping wherever, you, uh, 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 wherever you're at. Whoa. They can pick you. They can pick you out. Yeah, and no, you I know. guys know that. Yeah, yeah you I know. know that. Yeah, know. it's an exchange we make for convenience. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think the cell phone thing. Um, I, that's. I'm just surprised you're so worried about it. But I understand some people feel that way. 
I'm just old-fashioned. Yeah. What can I tell you? Well, you're 82 years old, so God bless you. you. You be however you want. I want you to enjoy your life. And, uh, and these nice TikTok people have made it a little easier for you. And I think that's great. And I hope you have a great time in Florida, Butch. I will. Thank you so, so much. But it's nice talking to you. All right. Okay, you have a great day. You too. See you, Butch. See you, Butch. Love that guy. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That guy's great. We, we could have gone down that path. <laughs> could have gotten really ugly. I didn't want it to go too south. Which is hiding something. <laughs> why, why an ex-wife? When Dude, ex-husband... I love this guy. Look at, look at him as he's, he's accepting this huge, massive check, you know, for $108,608. And there's got the military behind him, and he can't even put out his cigarette. He's like, hey. <laughs> smoking this cig- <laughs> Give me that check. I ain't putting this cigarette out. This is my smoke break. He's got his Walmart jacket on. Old fashioned. He he does look like he's ninety five. Does he need the money? He's well, he's lived a hard life. I mean, he's taking care of all these people who are dying. Oh, I know. His, Great his ex, guy. His ex wife's husband. Why, why doesn't she take care of him instead of Butch? Yeah. They were best of friends. I think they were in a thruple. Yeah. I, Did you I, bang my wife? You want to call him back and ask him like, if he was in a thruple? Who knows where this thing could go? And what's up with GM's pension, by the way? His wife gets sick. They order him to go to the certain part of Florida <laughs> to get some, her better. Get some quack to tell him to leave. I didn't so know I General Motors doctors ordered you where to move. We don't want to pay all these pensions out. To, we're going to hire a quack to tell these old timers to get away. Voluntarily give up their pension. I think this TikToker thought that Butch had to work, and I don't think. Well, he did. that was my. That was our first question, wasn't it? Like, do you have to work? He's working 28, 28 hours. If he says 28, is it more like I don't know, 18 or 15? He's going to be bored out of his mind he might now. be. He might he be no begging computer, for that job no back. Phone. He was on a lead destroyer during the Bay of Pigs and the Cuban blockade, and oh, he also no. spent time in Vietnam. What a badass. Well, that's Wait, cool. He was on the Bay of Pigs. Yeah. Is that something you want to mention? Well, I mean, well, it it's not, He didn't, or, you know, he's not Kennedy. He's just a soldier or a naval man, a seaman. He's a seaman. Spent time in Vietnam. I tried to get a job. In Not in the military. He just hung out there. <laughs> the way that article's written, it made him sound like he vacationed there. Everything was shutting down, so I got a job in Pontiac. I worked for General Motors for 20, 26 years. He should have, he a, have a great a those, squad of money. Those 26 years? He should have a ton. Yes. <laughs> My God. Well, he probably does, but he sounds like he's a little, you know, old-fashioned, and maybe he doesn't think he has enough. And yeah, but I don't think he's expensive. A lot of old people feel <laughs> that way. It doesn't sound like his expenses are very high now. No. <laughs> no computer, no phone. I wonder what else he doesn't have. I want to see that great-granddaughter, too. <laughs> I was looking for her. You sure did not want to reveal whether she was single or not. <laughs> I think we must have caught him after the Patriots game, because when I called him the first time just to see if the phone number would work, yeah. he was he didn't want to talk to me. It was like you can, and his, uh, his TV was, was blasting. It, cranked? it was yeah. still cranked. Yeah, but this time I think the game was already over, so he's like, yeah, I'll talk. Well, I understand that, man. I mean, he's he's eighty two. What else? Just want to watch football on a Sunday. Well, I don't care how old Joker's you are. calling. Watch football. Yeah. Yeah, man. This guy's cool though. Well, the uh, a lot of things on my list today. Let's see. I hope uh, he doesn't do dubs this money. <laughs> <laughs> do dubs. We talked to that crackhead, didn't we? Yes, we did. <laughs> it's one of my all-time favorite interviews because the guy was in his nineties and he said, "I just want to do crack. Never done crack. Why he not do it now?" Busted for crack, and everyone thought it's got to be this horrible misunderstanding. No, I like crack. He was very open and honest. You can still love crack in your nineties. I'm like Butch, who's hiding from the government, even though he did nothing wrong. Dio <laughs> Dubs is out there buying crack. <laughs> okay, 
It's going to go on a bender. So, um, curious. Uh, I think a lot of people have probably seen this, uh, this crazy scene in Texas oh, yeah. where this guy is holding up a restaurant in Houston with a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least it looks like a gun. It looks everything absolutely looks like a gun, and he's ordering everybody around, and people are parting with their money and their watches and rings and things and putting them on the floor. And uh, all of a sudden... Which, side note, that's how I would give him my money, too, by making him bend over and pick it up, like yeah, chucking it on the floor. Kick him in the ass or yeah. kick him from behind or who it's knows what. On him. Yeah. But uh, it turns out there's one guy who's an aisle seat in his booth just... When he walks by, he just opens fire. Walks by the second when he's on his way out, really. Yeah. Is he on his way out? Do we know he's on his way out? Oh, yeah, because the full video, you see him walk by, and the guy gave him, the shooter gave him the money, you know, threw it on the ground. His The guy he was eating with threw it on the ground. He picked that up, went to the people behind, and when he had his back to him walking past him, that's well, when he was Well, it was his last shot to get the money back. That's when he was able to get his weapon out, though, after he walked by. So video. we didn't right. see him messing around. Oh, okay, I thought maybe you, people were suggesting that, oh, he was, he was leaving, why do you have to shoot him? No. I figure somebody's going to complain about this guy getting shot because it turned out the gun was fake. Well, that's the best part about the video and the shoot. I mean, but the you, gun looks real. I mean, yeah, that feels like real danger. And in Texas, oh. uh, it is legal to use fatal force if you believe your life or someone else's is in danger. Yeah. Now, I, I will say, when he is shot, he is he is pointing the weapon at a different person who's got his hands up, mm-hmm. and they always pause it right when he points. But I guess he shot nine times. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got to make sure. And then when he reco- the shooter recovered the gun from him, when he found out it was fake, you see him chuck it across the restaurant. He was so pissed. Oh, no, so I didn't. It's not like he wanted to shoot this I did guy. not see that. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the video, he, he realizes it's fake and gets Is that why he bolted because he saw the gun was fake? Because he bolted. Uh, yeah, he yeah. Around. He was done with his meal. He did. Got the did job he, done. Did he pay for his meal? <laughs> Everybody got their money back. Yeah. But uh, I'm just wondering, are, is anyone complaining about this? Or are most people going, yeah, that's fine. I got no problem with that. Uh, the general consensus is... He's not going to be charged. Is he's, yeah. yeah, because of the laws there and because of what this guy was doing, people might not feel like death was the, uh, the, the outcome that should have happened, but they feel like this customer should not be charged. Yeah. That's what I keep... I, well, then yeah. why are they looking for him? Oh, they already talked to his lawyer. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, he's, last I heard, they were just looking for him because he bolted. Yeah. I, mean, I think if you shoot somebody nine times, you probably should stick around even oh, if yeah, it's yeah. self-defense. Right. you got things to do. Would you want to wait around? No, I wouldn't, but yeah, I mean, no, it's pretty I, I'm, bizarre I'm, circumstance. I'm joking. Of course, you should probably wait, but, you know. Okay. So, yeah, it sounds like of all the places for this to happen, Texas was probably the best place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, for him, anyway. Yeah. So, anyway, you know, rarely, it seems, you know... Yeah, they call it the Longhorn State. You like like the good guy with a gun over the bad guy with a gun. It turns out the bad guy didn't have a gun, but everybody thought he had a gun. It's the same thing. Yeah. There's really no difference. It is. And, um... You shouldn't rob places. That's my... No, it's armed robbery, too. That's a serious crime. And, um, also, we had the six-year-old shooting the school teacher. Unreal. Newport News, Virginia. And, man... Have they perp-walked this six-year-old yet? No. no. No, they haven't. They haven't even identified him. Are you so, allowed to? They said they, arrest, they arrested him, though. Yeah, yeah. What the hell kind Shot of a somebody. six-year-old in first grade has a gun, number one, brings it to school, shoots not, their teacher? I'm no, not that, shocked. I don't know. <laughs> did you know he? Uh, there was actually a disagreement between yeah. the six-year-old and the teacher, oh, and no. then he shot her? He did it on purpose, yeah. Yeah. Unreal. So this wasn't just a six-year-old out testing the gun. He was pissed. No, he probably carried it all the time. Glad he had his piece with him. Where's his parents? I want to see his parents. <laughs> I do. I want to yell at them. 
Well, you know, I, I don't think they're going to care. This, this has happened a lot where little children, I mean, small, not, not 12 year olds or 14 year olds, but where four year olds, three year olds, two year olds get a hold of a gun and shoot someone or shoot themselves. Yeah. And then there's all this outrage. Now, how can this happen? I don't, this, this story, it doesn't seem like that big a story to me. This one, the Virginia yeah. one? Oh, it's been leading everything, though. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I see more about the Idaho guy and about Biden's going to the border. Yeah, and... those are the three big stories right now, though. But it was um, on the national. It was the number two story in the national news last night. It was on this morning. I mean, it's pretty sensational. Who thinks a six-year-old's going to shoot his first-grade teacher? Yeah. Um, I mean, how old was the littlest killer, the one around here? Eleven. Nathaniel Abraham. Yeah, Nathaniel Abraham was 11, and we thought he was young. And he's lived a productive life since he got out, so we all know this can work. I know. What do you, what do, you do with a six-year-old? <laughs> I, don't know. I know. You can't put a six-year-old in prison. It's not going to be rehabilitated. I, I tell you, I've read... Wait, maybe he can get rehabilitated in prison, get his law license, and then clerk on the Supreme Court, and then lose that job. <laughs> well, he didn't shoot a cop, unlike that guy. I'm <laughs> just kidding. That's so dumb. Can you believe a Supreme Court... Justice in Michigan well, would hire a guy who was I will, in prison for shooting at a police officer. I, I will say this. I thought Mark Bernstein's comments were a little bit of, oh, because it's like clerking. That's just too bad to clerk on the Supreme Court. But he can go be a lawyer elsewhere. It's like, oh, why do you get to choose where this guy becomes a lawyer? Oh, he can get a law license? He has a law license. Oh, he has I a believe. law license. I believe really? uh, that's that's the story I read. That, so yeah. you can shoot at a cop and become a lawyer. That's interesting. See, you know, yeah, this, but, this but is that's, so strange. That's, that's the only thing that bothered me about the story. Look, it's terrible optics that she hired him. That was really dumb. But Mark Bernstein to act like he can go advocate, but to be a clerk on the Supreme Court of the state is is unacceptable because we have cases with police involved um, situations. It's like, well, but, yeah, I could say, where I'm, is he allowed to work then? I always thought that if you shot at the president or you shot at a police officer, that your life was pretty much over. Now, he's lucky he didn't hit him. If you hit the cop, oh, it, it'd it's probably totally be different. different. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't really know the circumstances, but it's incredible now because I was reading about somebody who killed a cop who was getting out of jail. And I was like, I didn't think you could do that. It wasn't a local story, but I thought if you killed a cop, yeah. what? Really? Yeah. Anyway, um, my reaction to this story is like what? I react to all of these stories, which is, okay, whose gun is this? Whose gun is this? And how is this person being punished for allowing a six-year-old to gain possession of their loaded gun? I always react this way. It's like Ethan Crumley. I felt the same way. Well, how do you get this gun? Maybe get it for Christmas. His parents bought it for him. I know. I know. And it's really, you know, may end up being no big deal. All those parents have been sitting in jail for a year. Yeah. Um, but they may not even be convicted. And, and I feel like every time this happens, I either want, if there isn't a law, we should pass a law. And I guess I'm just outvoted. And I accept that. If that's the case, if most people feel, no, I don't want the, the person that owns the gun punished badly because I want them punished badly. I want the punishment to be severe. So well, people start fucking keeping track of their weapons. Virginia's law. Virginia actually has a law, unlike I know. Michigan. So. But I didn't see anybody was charged yet. Are they? Have they, have they charged well, anyone? I mean, he just shot his teacher. Give him, give him some time. It was Thursday, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I don't honestly. I don't know what the downside of this is because it seems like you're never going to have this put to a stop if people don't keep better track of their weapons. Or maybe that's just a pipe dream. Yeah, maybe that's just a ridiculous. That's, yeah. But I think if people saw people going to prison. 
because someone got a hold of their gun and did something with it, would that affect people yeah. a little bit? Yeah, but if you're the responsible gun owner, you're doing that anyway. So why have another law? Well, then I don't know. No, I don't understand why you would mind someone being punished for it. Because it seems to me that's well, I, that is a punishable crime. It should be a punishable I would, crime. I would think most responsible owners would want the crumbly parents or the parents of the six-year-old. Yeah, I would think so, but I see people. It doesn't look, it's not I a see, good look. I see people arguing quite to the contrary, and I'm really surprised because I can't believe someone would say, "Oh no, I don't want the Crumleys punished." No, I don't want them punished. I don't want the father of this, the owner of the gun of the the six year old. I don't want him punished. That seems so weird to me. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we'll see where that one goes. Meanwhile, Idaho, of course, is uh, on everyone's mind, and. <laughs> I thought of you, Drew, when I was watching Good Morning America on Friday, and they talked to Brad Garrett because he's really taking a page out of Kelly's book. Yeah. Just calling him a fucking idiot. <laughs> Did you see it? Thank you. There's another big uh, genealogy, geneal genealogical DNA person yeah. who did the same thing on 48 Hours last night, and I loved it because I'm Every so tired them. of hearing what a genius he is. I heard, I had to listen to his fellow student, who probably is trying to make it sound like he's a genius too, because he's a fellow PhD student, mm -hmm. who said that, oh, he's highly intelligent. And then he said, oh, and by the way... Um, this is sort of offhand kind of locker room talk. He said, uh, I can go down to a club and have pretty much any lady I want. Oh, yeah, right. I'm like, what? oh, that's a real genius. The guy is an <laughs> incel. He never gets laid. That would have been a great that would have been great if the guy said he's he's a real smart guy. He's a genius. Except when it comes to murdering people. <laughs> and except when it comes to dating people. He has dating. no chicks. Yeah. None. That is incredible that yeah. they haven't recorded any dating right. And some of the pictures have come out of when he was a fat schlub. Yeah. I saw those. Yeah. I think they should be all over, plaster them all over cell, please. <laughs> well, people, internet Just make sleuths, a cardboard cutout and put it in the cell across from them. <laughs> internet sleuths went through the video of the uh, the tribute that the oh, local great. community had, and they found Cobe Booger at the tribute, walking around. Cobes! Yeah. He's, you know, his, his professor in criminology also called him a genius. I think that's I when it started. They want to sound smart, so they, they say he's smart because it makes them smart. Well, if, if you didn't have been convicted of killing four people, then you must be smarter than him, and you're calling him smart, so you're smart. Did you see that story that he was discussing the murders in online chat rooms? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He said, um, and he uses Papa Roger as his name. Yeah. What the hell is that? Is his dad name, dad's name Roger or something? Uh, I, I wondered if it was like a reference to his dick, like Papa Rod or something. Oh, Popping a rod. Oh, yeah, that's something that he he does do. Of course, no one else ever touches it. But hey, this is Rod, and um, this is what I sound like. Yeah, on Reddit he said, uh, "Killer parked behind the house, approached property through tree line, entered sliding door and left it open, committed murders and exited sliding door," which is like. Uh, interesting, except he said the time was 3.20 to 3.40 a.m., which is probably a lie he put on there just to draw attention away from himself. <laughs> he all, you know, we don't, I don't think we had this information on Thursday. He, the FBI's sitting outside us watching yeah. the house, watching for garbage to come out in particular because they want DNA, and he puts the fucking garbage in the neighbor's garbage can. Yeah, what a genius. While, we while wearing... <laughs> While wearing surgical gloves. <laughs> they'll never they'll never think to look there. Can you imagine spending years of your life trying no. to hide your DNA? That no. would be impossible. We've talked about this before. Being on the run sounds 
awful. Yeah, it does. It just sounds just terrible. But but if you're not on the run to hide your DNA, how do you hide your DNA? If you're not on the run? Yeah, if you're not on the run, uh, if you're you just have, a suspect. You never have trash, you burn everything in the backyard, I guess. But then that says you did it. Then we know you did it. You got to wear plastic gloves everywhere you go. You're wearing plastic masks. gloves and putting your garbage in the neighbor's garbage. You did it. He did. That to me, that's it. It's can, they, can they hit him with like a homeowners association fine too? Please do. <laughs> garbage for, for putting it in the room. At least for his dad. It is dad with the fine. What um, I couldn't believe is that the BTK BT, pisses me off. I'm so BTK mad. BTK killer himself has made a statement. Yeah, TMZ reached out to him for comments. Like, what? what? Are you doing? Why is TMZ talking to BTK? Knock it off. Who because, was rock hard when he made the statement? Well, you know, my God, so yeah. It's because BTK's daughter kept saying. Oh, his professor worked with my dad, so okay. I, I think that they were in contact. And so they reached out to BTK, and he was like, no, I never talked to him, and I'm a loser. I think he got off on being contacted, though. Oh, yeah, of course he did. He, I'm surprised he didn't say that Cobes did contact him, because that would probably In his message back to TMZ, he just said, no, on Koberger all around. <laughs> like, You're so cool. Grab that BTK. <laughs> um, and... I, I hate to do this, but I'm just going to say it. Cobe's sister, you know, one's a family therapist, and then one yeah, is uh, was was that. in a horror film. The one in the horror film thinks she's hot. I was just she thinks she's hotter than she is. I was just going to ask you if they were hot. She's not. She thinks she's she's she's. Pretty. Does she have a horse face? Because he kind of has has a horse face. I, I see Cobe's in her. I'm extrapolating like his look onto onto a woman. I would think it'd be like a not horse a face with a huge bush. Here she is. Oh. She's kind of attractive, but once you know she's a really she, soft focus picture, though. Yeah. Once you know she has Cobes DNA, then kind of takes away you from you. You see Cobes in her. She has the genius gene. <laughs> I guess so. Jesus, that's it. Kevin Boone, the director of the horror movie starring the sister of accused Idaho murderer Brian Kobuger, says she never mentioned her brother during what? filming. What? Another piece of the puzzle. <laughs> Who gives a shit? I know, how stupid. There's so much like madness surrounding this story. It, I mean, it's very entertaining. To insignificant me. trivia. It, there's yeah. just piles of it in this story. You know, the girl that I thought I was helping her run an airing of gang heroin. <laughs> she made it on 48 hours last night. What? There's another friend of his that made it on 48 hours. And Wait. oh my god. Does she wax her eyebrows? Oh, Holy really? Holy oh, shit. Let's see. Let's see. It looks like up. she's got a unibrow, and she just goes, and, <laughs> and she doesn't <laughs> enough. They're still too big. Maybe she was in a hurry. 48 hours was on its way. And she could <laughs> a little off the top or the bottom, too. How Who's far? the Blue Eagle? If you fast forward Sam, into 48 hours, Sam you'll see. Sam Eagle. The, mm -hmm. A lot of people are saying that uh, Brian Koberger looks uh, like Sam Eagle. Because of the nose and the eyebrows? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, he does. His eyebrows are like right on his eyes. They're What's, not up high at all. So what got him identified. But it's just, he just looks weird. He's creepy as fuck. Oh, I just had a thought. Have we figured out if Brian Koberger's the one that skinned that dog? Oh. I doubt it. I don't think so either. That's too small time for Cobes. That'd be genius of him, though. It's a really nice red herring. It could be practice. I mean, he could have practiced his his criminal future. I just can't believe I had to go in and kill four fucking people. Yeah. Holy shit. Madman. And it sounds like, you know, this happens a lot with people who are so inclined to want to do this is that after the fact they have a, they're actually feeling very good. Mm -hmm. They're not really 
I mean, he looks really worried when the cops pull him over, which mm-hmm. I guess the FBI ordered them to pull him over, which is pretty fucking cool. Well, but, that yeah, that was great police work. Not but, not by the Moscow Idaho police chief because that guy seemed a little. I yeah, think he was. He was I think he was picture. out of the loop. He was like the mascot of this crime. Well, of this investigation, he's kinda, the mascot. It's kind of brilliant. Yeah, just keep going on there. Be on TV while the FBI does the real work. Like, yeah. you go do an interview. We'll do the real work. There was, but lot- there were. Sorry, Brandon. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say there was a lot of criticisms against that police department, but I think they had the leads right away, and they were working on it. They were just quiet, and this was such a public But that guy wasn't quiet. That chief that was on TV every day? Right, but, I mean, he had to make statements, and he messed up some of the ones in the early days because he was like, there's not a threat. Uh, Nothing to worry about here. Now, it was why. It's a murder of four running around somewhere, but other than that, nothing's fine. Get back to class. Um, I did think it was kind of cool, though. I believe I read that Washington State University police are the ones that identified the car and connected it to Cole Booger. Yeah, they, they informed them that there was yeah. a white Elantra there. Which, give it up, I mean, for campus police. Yeah. And they knew about the Elantra a good while before they announced it. They already knew about his. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I don't want to hear nobody else complaining about how we pronounce Hyundai Elantra. Is it Elantra or Elantra? I, I don't know. I buy American. When he came by, I don't even pronounce foreign. <laughs> I, just saw, I just got a couple of boner line messages and a couple of messages on Facebook. You're, you're saying that car wrong. That reminds me, um, they found the car in that hit and run that killed uh, the MSU student well, on Rochester did. Road. Yeah, they found the car, but I didn't hear that they found the driver. Just a matter of time then, isn't it? I would think so. They said she was mid-30s and maybe of Asian descent. Jeez. That's a sad story. Oh, I know. God. Senior in college. Terrible. And these four girls, by the way, I, I think there's something about the four that just keeps reminding me of the Oxford four, because you see them all photographed together, mm-hmm. or pictured together. And, you know, every time I see the four Oxford kids, it just it just feels so wrong. And the same with these four. And well, these they're, people... They're both horribly random. Yeah. And they, they sounded, well, these four are, of course, great friends. The four at Oxford, are, you know, they went to school together. They probably knew each other. But, um, yeah, they just seemed like they were having such a great time in college and just thought back to, wow, how much fun that was. And just the, what the fuck? What? Yeah, they, I mean, with all the speculation, I haven't heard much about a motive other than he wanted to see if he could get away with yeah, I think four he, people. I think it's a Leopold. I think it's a, a Leopold and Loeb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else could it when be? When I was a little girl. It can't just be, yeah. Can it just be that? That seems almost too simplistic with how bad he was at doing it. You know, that is just bizarre, honestly, that you would go in the house and kill four of the six people in the house, mm-hmm. one by one with a knife. That is so bizarre. It's absolutely, I mean, I wouldn't, I would I'd say this, but I would love to hear him explain what was going through his head because it doesn't make any sense at all. For somebody who wants to commit the perfect crime, it is very imperfect. Well, you're taking... These two people living... Exactly. You're taking a risk. You're going to a house with six people in it. And stabbing people is just insane. There's so much risk of DNA. I mean, it's a murder consultant. Yeah, and it's so personal when you're doing a stabbing because it's so close. It's a murder consultant. Nice job clipping your sheath, dumbass. Are you saying as a murder consultant you'd start small with one murder? Yes, Where's my sheath? I think being a serial killer, you'd have more luck if you used a gun than just kill four with a knife at once. Plus, turning the phone off, you fucking idiot. You fucking idiot. Don't turn your phone off, you dope. 
I just what was he like, thinking? Oh, I was just driving around, just decided, what is my car phone doing on? This is crazy. I'm yeah. using up all this energy. Well, I'm just driving around, driving to the murder house, just by coincidence, uh, driving home. That is such an obvious mistake. Yeah, he, how could he not know better? I, that teaching program is under duress, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be unaccredited now? It <laughs> should forward. be. Yeah. All it's these people hurt. calling him geniuses in Washington State. You just go to hell. Is that a big criminolo- criminology school anyway, or is it? It looks pretty cheap, judging from the. Do you see the picture of the the? It's like no. the section of the you know criminology. There's just this stupid sign over a door, really nondescript, nothing fancy, no big statue or something. I mean, <laughs> should they have a statue of? Uh, they need to retire that program. John now. Walsh or something. John Walsh <laughs> <laughs> or Brad Garrett from. From ABC, that guy. John Kelly, psychotherapist, Kelly, who got yeah. so pissed at this guy. Oh God! Went off on him, turning the phone off too. It is turning the phone off. That's so, so obviously stupid. stupid. I know. It just says, "I did it." So I did it. I mean, just go ahead and go to Walmart and get all the stuff to clean up while you're at it. <laughs> yeah, bleach, <laughs> like Nancy Seaman. Yes. Um, that reminds me, you you did not see Dateline, right? I didn't see Dateline. Right. I saw 2020, which was. Another great case, in my opinion. I'm just going to set up the premise for Dateline, because you watch a lot of true crime. I want to see if you can guess who did it, and if you're correct. A guy... He did it. <laughs> driving... This guy. He drive, I mean, this is after the first hour when they talk about how great the uh, the victim was, because that's just part of... Is the victim crime. male or female? Female. So the guy guy is on his way to work, forgets is his... this com- guy the boyfriend? Husband. Forgets Husband. his computer at home. He did it. <laughs> told you he's like oh i gotta go back and get the computer and then he sees that his security system was tricked and so uh he emails his boss i'm gonna be late my security system was tripped and i got my i gotta go get my computer anyway security system at his house yeah at his house i don't even have a fucking computer so he returns home and uh here's some noise upstairs which he thought was his cat how loud of noise! Oh, your cats are so it makes loud. So sometimes. much noise, knocking stuff over. That's why that. I chose a dog to have during the podcast. As opposed to a cat, <laughs> cats are just so outrageous. So he goes upstairs and he opens his closet. I don't know why he's going in his closet. That was left out of the story. Um, and there before him was a big, beefy, slightly overweight guy who had the voice of Vin Diesel that he fought. <laughs> and you would not believe this. It's the same time his wife was coming back home, and he ordered them in the basement. And tied him up. Just his as- wife walks in and, and he goes, Yeah, this Vin Diesel sounded like he's telling us to go in the basement. <laughs> or he's going to hurt us. Pretty much. So what? she's shot. I mean, pretty quick. She's like shot in the basement. Well, she's the most dangerous. She's got to get her Diesel. out of the way, of yeah, course. Exactly. And he's tied up, but just one leg and one arm. And he continued to fight him off with one arm. What? Then. Wait, the guy tied up his arm to his leg, and he has one arm no, and one to, leg? To like a metal folding chair, but not his other limbs. Just two of the two of the four. Why not? Vin Diesel's not even a big deal anymore. He's a lazy murderer. Tied him mur- up to a folding chair. Yeah, he's a lazy murderer. This guy is no Vin Diesel. So then he leaves <laughs> and doesn't take anything in this he's whole thing. She's died. So he just wanted to kill someone and tie someone up halfway. Apparently. To a folding chair. And this hero who fought off the Vin Diesel sound alike climbs upstairs and finally calls 911. And they show up and they attend to him and he's in a you know in the hospital and she's dead because you know wait why is he in the hospital because he was beat up he I think he had some bruising on his leg uh, he was had some scratches I mean he was I'm fighting guessing a- the fight I'm guessing the bruises were kind of weak his story is so full of whoppers and honestly he's like well he took my hammer out of my like all these tools were out in the basement 
as if this guy used multiple Oh, he doesn't tools. bring his... I'll just, I'll just use his stuff when I get there because, for the crime. Because that's what happens. Home intruders love... Using <laughs> your stuff. Using your yeah. stuff, not stealing anything, killing one person. And letting it's a good way to frame out. somebody else in the house. Yeah. It was so, crime. so obvious this guy did it. Um, and, and he has one of those stories that's overly descriptive. Are you telling me that this guy is not like charged almost immediately... Well, I think the police knew right away that this guy's full of shit. But you know, it's right, that whole. Do we make thing. it too hard for police to charge people? Well, you want to you, you want to win I'm, the case, right? I, I'm amazed at some of the cases where I've seen where they go, "Oh, not enough. Got to have the murder weapon." Yeah. Is this Richard Debate? Yes, Richard Debate and Connie oh. Connie Debate. Um, she's pretty too, and he he looks like a murderer too. He's got crazy eyes. Um, <laughs> Was she too hot for him? Yeah, well, it turns out. She was out. trying to sneak out for some hotter cock. This is really, okay. <laughs> She's trying hotter to get away from some hotter wiener. No, no, no. Sorry wow, about, his sorry eyes about are that. really close together. Yeah. Oh, boy. I want to put you in this, this murderous Wait, head. what is she doing with that guy? They were together for That's a That's crazy. Long. I know, she's very, very pretty. Oh, they had kids. And... Yeah, they had two kids, six and nine, when he when he murdered her. Um, so she's, she, uh, he's kind of cross-eyed. questioning her vision. <laughs> cross-eyed. He's pushing her vision. I'm questioning her vision. Oh, questioning to, her vision. She's with this I'm guy. questioning his. Yeah, me too. The way his eyes are. <laughs> um, she looks pretty. Really pretty. Yeah, Can no, you put her on my screen, Brandon? I think, yeah. I, I think they were uh, high school sweethearts or something. Or they That's college the only sweethearts. Yeah. She was just young and dumb, didn't realize how hot she was. So I want to put you in the killer's mind. He tells the police when he's in the hospital for one of the first times he's being interviewed that yeah, I've been having an affair with this woman, and... He's having an affair? She's a friend of ours, and she wanted to get pregnant, but uh, she didn't want to do IVF. She wanted me to, to knock her up <laughs> the old-fashioned way. What? It, but it's an affair. It's, it's, so he's already banging her. Yeah, it's total bullshit. Or was, did, he, did he have sex with her because she wanted IVF, and then it was so good that they started having an affair? He... <laughs> To know that's what he should have said. Is his wife oh in on God, this? Does his wife? In? Oh, yeah, I'm on board with this. This is, this is great. Well, yeah. I, wa I wanted to have a baby so bad. Yeah, that's what he claimed because she's dead and can't say anything. Right. But boy. But no wife should... would ever tell her friends anything about something like that. Well, that's what, and that's kind of the premise of the whole Dateline episode is her two best friends. It's funny how you can, <laughs> it's really easy to know that there's no woman on the planet who would not share that with a friend and have it shot down immediately. Yeah. No, it's ridiculous. But I like the way you were thinking that, yeah, it was so good, we just decided to keep banging. Yeah, he, that's what he should have said. Basically, he should knew. Should have consulted with me. He knew that it was going to be brought up. They were going to find out that he was nailing another chick, so he decided to make up this whole IVF story. Wait, and is the other chick on board with this story? No, she testified against him. Well, she's just lying. Pretty she's just embarrassed because <laughs> she couldn't get pregnant. His lawyer. This lawyer is so infuriating. Because he also got busted because she wore a Fitbit tracker, and they're like, she never left the house. You said she went to work out and came back. Yeah. And by the way, you never left the house. You guys never left. So that whole story about oh, you getting the computer is bullshit. He left and he came back because yeah, of his security thing. Why did he add that part of the story? That's pretty stupid. Because it was too overly descriptive about everything, and that was a huge red flag for the detectives. They're like, no, 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 no. This is, this is not making any sense. God, I would love to have questioned this guy. Yeah, the cats are crazy. Tell me what the cat was doing. What kind of noise is it making? Exactly. Oh, it's knocking furniture over. It's fucking nuts. One, one other, uh, so he described that. I thought the intruder came in through this one, like, kicked out uh, basement window, right? Which was kicked out. And when he left, he fled out that. It's in broad daylight, right? Of course, yeah. Which happens all the time in yeah, the that's middle. That's not suspicious seeing in someone the middle go. middle of a very expensive <laughs> suburb in Connecticut. Nobody would notice that. No. Well, 
he apparently fled the house um, into the woods after he stole. The only thing he stole from the house was that guy's wallet. Like, nothing else. No jewelry, no watches, no nothing. Just his wallet. And it's crazy. He dropped the wallet in the yard. They found the wallet. So the investigators go, all right, let's get the canine out here and track Well, the this. killer dropped the wallet, so he got his wallet back. So that's great. Yeah, let's so he's not out anything except his wife. But that the intruder dropped it, so let's track... Let's have the dog track <laughs> the scent of the wallet, right? Where it went. And they said, "Oh, let me take a wild guess. The, the 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 guy, the murderer, went back to the house for some reason. He well, thought the guy might have gotten away. I don't think so because the dog, after it got to the wallet, took a right turn, walked back around the house, back through the front door, and stopped right where the guy called nine one one at." I was laughing so hard at that. And then they're like, okay, well, the investigators, maybe we messed this up. Let's go to where uh, he said he broke in or where he thinks he broke in. So the dog starts sniffing around there and then walks around in a circle and goes straight to where the ambulance was. Where the guy was in it. (laughs) It's like this officer dog was the best. How long did it take to charge this weasel? Oh, I think pretty quick. I think pretty quick. Um, I'm surprised this even made Dateline. Although, you know what? He was at the memorial service, and of course, he's parting up a storm because it's happened around Christmas, (laughs) so he's out at the bar. Wait, after the the murder? Yeah. And (laughs) Andrew Canning actually said, we all know people grieve differently, and I'm like, oh, you don't say that. Was he still nailing the other woman? Uh, You know what? Oh, boy, I'm not sure. I can't remember that part, if he was or not. Women can be very loyal. Um, yeah, but she did testify again. Can I see the other woman, by the way? Because that his yeah. wife is so pretty. Well, I'm gonna, he has I'm, no business being with her. I want to show you this part. This is another part I laughed out loud at. This is the prosecution questioning because he, of course, took the stand because he was cooked. Oh yeah, because he's he's such a good witness. I'm sure. Last so ditch effort. That disputes your story. Your story is that she came home and she ran down in the basement. I'm talking about the Fitbit. That's not the full story, sir. It's not the full story. You never left that house, did you? I absolutely left the house that day. And every chance he got, the prosecutor made sure to emphasize one key element of Rick's story. What do you think it is? Vin Diesel. <laughs> A Hollywood element. There were two people in that closet. You and Vin Diesel. That must be your wrestling match with Vin Diesel, correct? And that Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel, Where? this Vin Diesel guy... You must have been fighting with Vin Diesel, were you not? I was fighting with an intruder, yes. Why bring up a movie star so many times this is ridiculous. in your cross-examination? He's the one who said the guy sounded like Vin Diesel. So I was certainly going to use it with him. Isn't that great? I mean, the, the guy, the murderer, I, I immediately lose even more respect for him, the fact that he's so into Vin Diesel that yeah. that's the person he thinks of. This is the actual audio of the murderer. What would you do if she died? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the worst story. Can I see the mistress? Yeah, I got her right here. Her name is Sarah Ganser. Is she a real mistress? I mean, yeah, I mean, she was two months really pregnant. Was. Yeah, when oh, and she was pregnant. Yeah, no, no, she absolutely was. Why does he bring up the IVF and all that crap? Because he wanted to make it look like the wife was cool with him nailing her and knocking her up. Well, you don't need IVF or BF or whatever the fuck it is. To, to sell that story, does that make it a better story? No, no, no. She couldn't. She didn't want to use IVF. She wanted to get in a yeah. So anyone would say, "Yeah, fucking my husband. You out of your mind?" Yeah. No, I know. But he thought that story sounded so good because he's so hot. That line. Here's the uh, the prosecution's theory. Which one is she? I can't. I can't find that. Yeah, I don't think they showed her on the stand here. Ms. That's Ganser, important to the story. Your testimony. You never conveyed that you were upset that he did not file for divorce. I don't 
I don't recall telling him that. Did you ever shut him out, so to speak, and say, that's it? Well, yeah. That's different from saying I want you to get a divorce. Did he complain about the pressure of your situation and his situation? The pregnancy, you mean? Yeah. Oh. Not, not, not really. To in other words, the defense is trying to make it sound like she made him do this kind of thing, and she's like, well, no, I didn't want him to kill his wife. He never said the pressure is getting to me. I don't know it's a what lot of fucking pressure. characterize that. <laughs> well, obviously, so I think the prosecution obviously killed his had wife. Had yeah. No, I thought it was a really good story. What a dumb me. solution to kill his wife. That's the, what an idiot. Did she have life insurance? I mean, that would make it a little better decision, I guess, if they, he might get rich. They did not say no. Uh, no, I just think he wanted her gone, so he thought he'd murder the mother of his two fucking kids. Oh, my God. He's such a turd. You know, it's weird when you, when someone like that, who seems to be leading a relatively normal life with a wife and two kids, just like this Cobes mm -hmm. with working on his PhD in criminology. He says in high school he wants to be a park ranger. He wants to help police analyzing, you know, digital uh, evidence, et cetera, et cetera. And I tells this guy, I can get laid at any bar in town yeah. anytime. And he it's ego, man. Wants to kill four people more than he wants to do anything. Well, and this guy what was driving thinks mur murdering. He actually, among his options, is murdering his wife. I mean, he's obviously a sociopath. But the most annoying part to me with this Rick DePate story, kill his wife, is that it's not just enough to kill her under these circumstances, but he had to be a hero while doing it. Like, he fought off this Vin Diesel guy and God. managed to climb up the stairs to call 911. It's just like, dude, I don't know. You could have done it better. You need to hire a murder consultant. See, look at all the weapons he had out and about just to confuse investigators. Oh, oh, that's right. He was burned by a butane to torch until I think he turned it on him. <laughs> did he have burn marks? I think he did. See, there, there's his wrist. There, he did those up. to himself, so they couldn't hurt that much. See him all tied up there, half tied up. Fake. I know. It's just as, as if that's they him would... reenacting the crime. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's how they found him. Because you know, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they found there's him. The, there's the crime scene. Wait. So how did he had his phone on him? Hmm? How did he call police when he was he calling them like that? So that's the other thing they found out is, oh, you didn't call 911 for like an hour after you sent that email or you said all this happened. And is kind of the story is, well, I had to climb upstairs where my cell phone was, you know, while tied to this chair. Oh. You want to hear another an hour? You want to hear another one from the Whopper murderer here? Yeah. He says when he's in the chair. Kind of half tied up in, in shock, I guess. What do you mean half tied up? I had one leg free and an arm free. To he fight Vin Diesel. Leg, tied one arm, and he tied my, my neck. Fairly tight the tire out. Oh, because he, Rick said he, used he his only had one arm that. available. I got a torch to kind of just blow in his mask a little bit, and it caught on fire. He dropped the blowtorch. Dropped the blowtorch. Oh, so that guy's burned somewhere. I was starting to scream for help. I scream for help. I, am, you know, I couldn't hear a soul. I got really, really dizzy. Rick said he then crawled upstairs, See? still partially zip-tied to the chair, triggered the home alarm, and called 911. What a hero. So he's claiming this guy what had would the, you do if she died? This guy's torturing him with a blowtorch, but he would manage to get it away from him and spray the blowtorch on his ski mask that he was wearing. That was a good move. So how did, how did he really kill his wife? He just shot her. He just shot her in the head.
in the basement. Yeah, and then scattered those weapons and kind of hurt himself and tied himself up. God, how do you do that? Man. You think you're fucking smart and you're going to get away with There's his parents. I felt bad for his parents. Well, oh, yeah, that sucks. They, they believe everything he says. I don't know what's going on with Koberger's, Kobe's parents because I, that's really interesting. This whole situation with the police in Indiana just looks really weird. Mm-hmm. They both look really wigged out. Both of them. Well, is anybody jumping on my theory that he told his dad? Not that well, dad we were was... talking about it. I, I'm in, I am kind of intrigued. I have a feeling, though, that he probably said, I'm nervous that I'm going to be a suspect or something because yeah. I have this car. Yeah. Yeah, not so that his dad... Like, oh, had... that's terrible. we got to get you in that car out of there. I don't think I'll it's... fly out and we'll drive across the country. I don't think that's the Daddy. case. I really just think it's one of those things where, hey, I'm going to be <laughs> driving across the country. Do you want to come out here and drive with me so I don't have to do it alone? A lot of people That's do that. so pussified. That is really Who needs weird. needs their I, dad? I, I love my dad to death. I don't want to drive cross country with him. He'll drive me nuts. Does dad want to fly to Washington? I mean, no! Daddy. I, I keep coming back to this. So if Koberger's dad says, I'm going to drive out to visit you. I want you to fly across the country and yes, we'll drive daddy, together. No. Why would you put someone else through a 2,500-mile drive? That's ridiculous. That shows how selfish you are, so you probably did it. Dad just pay for the plane ticket? Who's your daddy, bitch? Yeah, but that doesn't get the car out of there. Oh. So, I mean, if I'll the dad the offered to. Well, why is the dad? He's 28. Oh, is he? Can't yeah, pay drive for yourself. A plane ticket. <laughs> Going out to the bar, pick up one of the chicks you could so easily pick up and ride with her. I think Koberger, he actually benefits from the softness of a lot of people his age. And that, oh, well, who'd want to drive across the country alone? He's really nicer than dad. The dad's in his 60s. Does he really need to drive 2,500 miles? I got to tell you, if I were to drive cross country right now, I think I'd rather do it by myself than have anybody else. I would car. too. Yeah. I wouldn't mind it. I've got yeah. podcasts and all kinds exactly. of stuff. Music, cranking music, and bubble. Yeah, fucking florid. That'd be a. I think that sounds like fun. Drew I want to go on a road trip. I want to drive all the way out there and back all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to do. want to co- suggest a podcast or two. You don't do with co boogers. I got a lot of time. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to be with Co Booger's dad. No, that would ruin the trip. Seems like a bore based on one police stop. Yeah, his teeth are brown. And they're going, um, yeah, his dad's teeth didn't look very good, too. No, I hate no. to judge. It was really, it was kind of a, whatchamacallit. I thought of uh, you, Drew. I wanted, the murdering put, I wanted to hold him down and put bleaching trays in him. Knock him out. Yeah, get, can we put the dad to sleep and put some bleaching trays in his mouth, please? <laughs> Talk about serious issues, shall And then just expose him in the neighbors. Force dad needs bleaching trays. <laughs> this look terrible. Looks like he could use braces, too. <laughs> we want a make- makeover. A total dick, but yeah, he could use a makeover. You want one of those shows to do a makeover of Cobra's dad? <laughs> way, his mom the big didn't, reveal at the his end. mom didn't look that great either, pulling her shirt up over her face. It's like, can we get her a mask or something? What a show, man. Ridiculous. Uh, murderer, murderer makeover. Just have people <laughs> related to famous murderers and have them do a makeover. Yeah, I mean, it'd be something nice to do for something people don't think about. I think not- Dahmer's dad already did it. That's why he's got hair looking oh, so Lyle. good. Yeah, his yeah. hair is like burning red now. <laughs> Should we call Lyle again and maybe he'll comment on the code? We're blocked. No, I was- what? He blocked us. Every time we call him, it rings once and goes right to voicemail. I think he blocked Lyle. our number. Oh, it's a bummer. Got another so much for plugging his book. Important number though, we need to call, but I gotta grab something. Oh, yeah. Well, happy new year. Can I still say happy new year? It's yeah. January. Oh, happy new year. Well, the Yaldo Eye Center, they're saying happy new year and wishing you peace of mind and once of forever peace from both the annoyance and subpar performances of 
contacts, glasses, and reading glasses for years. You've been buying all of it. The lenses, the liquid cleaners, yearly prescription changes. God, it does suck. But in reality, those things own you. You're pretty much helpless to see without them. But put an end to all that. Let Dr. Yaldo dial in 2020 vision, and in most cases, better than 2020, with precise custom LASIK, the most precise custom LASIK in the world. I got some buds in the optical industry. So why don't you let me out of here, and we can go get your brand new set of peepers for those eye stumps of yours, huh? <laughs> they bring in the small print and everything else with stunning clarity. Hundreds of Dromic listeners have experienced life-changing vision correction in Dr. Yaldo's four-plus years of supporting this very podcast. Get a free, no-obligation evaluation and save 1500 if you opt for custom LASIK by simply mentioning this little podcast. 1-800-398-EYES. That's the number. 1-800-398-EYES. And, of course, you can go online, unless you don't have internet like Butch, uh, to YaldoEyeCenter.com. And with all that money you're saving, have it work for you. If you're facing a, you know, a financial decision coming up, like getting new, new eyeballs or uh, maybe purchasing a home or a car, whatever you're going to do, why don't you see how it's going to affect your bottom line, your current, and your future financial goals. And the person we suggest for that is good old Luke Nowacki. He's got a team at Pinnacle Well Strategies. Can I ask you a question, Mark? Sure. Did you receive a, uh, a Christmas card from Luke Nowacki? I did not. Me neither. Neither did Jim. And uh, he tried to explain himself, but uh, it's not going to work. What, Luke tried to explain himself? Yeah, yeah, he texted us on uh, on Friday. And, and what said, did he say? Something about not having our addresses or something. And well, I'll I'll uh, I'll take Luke's side on this. Have you called him yet for a free consultation? Like you said, you're going to do four years ago. I I haven't followed up that phone call <laughs> yet, but well, maybe if you do, you'll get a card. You're right. There you go. I'm going to get a card next year. I'm going to call Luke this year. Uh, call Luke, just like Brandon won't do this year. 248-663-4748. That's 248-663-4748. Once again, complimentary consultation. You should do it in the market. You know, who knows what it's going to do? Who knows where to put your money? Luke will help advise you. Securities Investment Advisory Services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated. Member FINRA and SPICA, Royal Alliance Associated Inc. is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, and services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates Inc. Yeah. And uh, also, well, if you're looking for that new home, we got a realtor for you. It's Christina Gennari. She's got a whole team just like Luke does, but her team's at KW Domain. Real estate, it's nuts. You can never time the market. Christina can probably time it way better than you can. She's been doing it for 20 years. She's seen all the ups and downs. The team that she has, they're going to help you find a home of your dreams when you're ready to make that move. So when it is time to move, go with the obvious choice, Christina Gennari. SoldChristina.com. SoldChristina.com. Or, of course, you can call or text her if you don't have the internet like Butch. 248-550-4788. You know who yeah. did move? Who? I'll let you know. On a, uh, let's see, a KTVH news broadcast I saw. Well, now it's time for First Weather with Chief Meteorologist Curtis Grevenitz. But first, some sad news. We have to say goodbye to our amazing sports reporter, Kennedy Broadwell. Mm. Kennedy, where are mm. you leaving us for? I'm going back home to Michigan. by wearing a Stafford sweatshirt. So I'll miss you too, <laughs> With Kennedy, a, a for being such Stafford. great co-workers. <laughs> and it's not the weather that drove you away, right? No, I will be going to just as snowy and cold of weather. So for half the pay. It'll be great. View of the bay. Well, I don't know how amazing of a sports reporter she could be wearing a Matt Stafford sweatshirt. <laughs> uh, Shut up. Ladies and yeah, right there. Matt Stafford with the Rams. Uh, Super Bowl we winning. We need him to win for the Lions to go That's to the right. playoffs. <laughs> All right. Drive safe, Kennedy. Oh, an awkward Thank transition. Uh, really enjoyed uh, I'm glad you jumped you in there, Mr. Weatherman. Yeah, nice transition. Mr. Happy Talk. Well, good for her. Kennedy, 9 and 10 News. 
That's Cadillac, great. baby. I remember when she, I spoke to her after she got it. It was pretty cool. That's a, that's a good move for her, man. Hey, they're the, new, the Northern Michigan news leader, which means that whenever there's news, they are the leader. They leader. have it yeah. first, everyone and everyone else them. follows them because they're the news leader. <laughs> hey, it's on their their. So name, she'll be right? the sports leader, yeah. and then we'll be following Ken. Well, are they the sports leader, or are they just the news leader? I mean, those are two very different sports things. Sports is part okay. of news, weather all too, right. traffic. They lead all of them. I think this is the same station that uh, Ryan Armani kicked his career a off. Lot, at, right? A lot of people do, yeah. Yeah, 9 and 10. I worked with some of them when I was at WTCM Radio in Traverse City for View of the Bay, Half the Pay. Yeah, there, you know, there is a definite path to Detroit. Yeah. It's really weird, because... I don't. I never saw that anywhere else I worked. Where you know, oh well, first you work in Tucson, then you work in Phoenix, or you know, you work in Springfield, and then you work at uh, Boston. It just, I don't know. It's, it seems like, so many people went to Specs here. Yeah. So many people. That would be the last way I would think you'd get to a market like Detroit. Yeah. Is through well, <laughs> broadcast school, but it if you seems have those, they have connections, if, if you have so they get you smaller started. markets in these states too. Why not? Why not I step up, step up higher, higher through your state? I used to be very jealous of people that started in large markets. It used to piss me off. Like well, me? There was a lot of people yeah. who, when I was at <laughs> Specs, dues. when I was at Specs, there was an expectation for a lot of those students that just thought that they were going to jump right into Detroit radio or Detroit um, filmmaking, and that blows my mind. Yeah, my mind, my mind. But it did happen. Like, I think Ann Carlini, didn't she just work in Detroit? I think did Ann so, work yeah. somewhere else? Uh-huh. Now that's how it's all done, though. Nobody hires from out of market. Hardly ever. If they do, it's always um, syndicated people. Why is that? That seems really... God, that's that's really true. Who's the last... Mojo came from out of market. He did, yeah. Is he Phoenix? He was in Tucson. Tucson so he okay. should have gone to Phoenix. <laughs> I bet that fucking Mojo leave that shit alone. But Chicago people... Uh, Brandmeier came from Phoenix. Steve Dahl was from Detroit. Yeah. And actually started in Detroit. Yep. God, he did start in Detroit. He must have worked somewhere else first. Maybe he did. He started really young. He was like 17 on radio. 17. And Kevin Matthews was from East Lansing or Grand Rapids? Grand Rapids. I love Kevin. Kevin's great. I don't know what's what's going on with Kevin Matthews. The Is he last, still podcasting? I was listening to his podcast, and I swear to God, the last one I heard was when he spent 16 minutes having Jim Shorts open the Christmas present. <laughs> I know, and I listened to that, and I thought it was... I, like 30 seconds in, I was like, oh, this is going to get annoying. And then 11 <laughs> minutes in, I was like, no, this is really good. <laughs> I, was, was, I was laughing really it hard. It was so... I mean, it was very Andy Kaufman-esque. Yeah. And he he was very very special guy. But I know he had some illness. I hope he's doing well, because I loved him. I thought he was... Just fantastic, and that lineup with Johnny B and Kevin and Stephen Gary was just stellar. And then they used to make fun of this guy Eddie Schwartz on WGN like uh-huh. nonstop across the board. It was like they made fun of him every day. It was like stuttering John and Carl. Uh-huh. And then they hired Eddie Schwartz for overnights. Really? Yes, <laughs> he did. <laughs> and people were so amused by him from them making fun of him that I think it actually kind of worked. Hmm. Well, it looks like last year he was on um, Jim Shorts did picks on somebody's show. Like they had oh, like he did? Picks, yeah. Whose show? Uh, let's see. Uh, it was a GN show. Dave Plyer. Pigskin okay. picks. Yeah. Wow. Can I hear it? Jim Shorts. I yeah, I wouldn't mind hearing Jim Shorts. I don't know That's if it's any fun. good. Let's see. There's Kev. If it's Kev, it can't be bad. Come on, Uncle Jim. The party's starting. I don't know if we need this whole long intro. Let me jump forward. Yeah, for two and a half hours. 
There's no food. No. And there's just nothing to drink. Coffee's warm. And there's one Diet Fresca in the refrigerator. <laughs> Who drinks Diet Fresca? Mm. You know, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but we did remove the food from there because nobody wanted you touching anything in there that anyone else was. I gonna breathed eat. all over it. Okay, <laughs> I breathed on it. I touched it, and I didn't need any of it. Mm. So whoever comes in the morning, they're gonna get. I don't know. It's gonna be Manfredini. He's gonna get sick now. Oh, the guy that fixes toilets, the home guy. Yes, yeah. Simplify that to his. Yeah, come, his, hey, his Lamborghini, come fix my toilet. Oh, it's Manfredini, yeah, Manfredini. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, your bio, I, by the way, you sent me a bio, which I know what you did. I know, I know your career, but you, you said you were a Kevin's on-air partner, and he'd be nothing without you. You actually said that in your. Yeah, he, he, Kevin would be nothing without me. Steve Dahl, Brand Meyer, <laughs> Gary Meyer. Yeah. Nobody would be anything. And you know what? I'm mad at you because I was going to check in every week for the Chicago Bears. I was going to tell you who's going to win. You did it twice, the first two games, and then you blew me off. And here the Bears, Nagy's going to get fired. And they're up in Minnesota. It's the last game. They're out of the playoffs. They suck. And you call me up. Yeah. But you know why? I'm going to compliment you on something. Seriously. What? Your record, because I've been watching. So if you haven't seen the yeah. pigskin picks, it's on Kevin Matthews' Facebook page. Nice that he does that for you. <laughs> I hope you're appreciative of that. Um, but your record and your calls have been ridiculously impressive this I'm, season. I'm 12 and 5. And yeah. I'm not just on stupid Kevin's Facebook page. <laughs> I'm on every page, Instagram, Twitter, all over. Yeah. I'm the best gambling Vegas winner this year. <laughs> How is in, this character uh, still perfect for today? TikTok? I don't know. Like that annoying yeah, sports talk person just hasn't changed. There was a time when no. um, when Jim got burned really badly. Mm. <laughs> Jim Shorts. Yeah. And and he would be talking and he'd be like, oh, oh, oh. And I mean, it sounded so real, like the gauze would move or something. And it was, I think he was recovering for quite a while, if I remember correctly. <laughs> <laughs> but it really seemed real. Like, oh, they're going to Jim and he's still burned. Jeez, I hope he's okay. <laughs> a great character. He used to do, they used to take the Ditka press conferences and insert Jim in all the questions. Oh, really? Yeah, it was really good. Oh. I wonder if we could find one of those. That reminds me of the story I was telling you about before we started today, talking about hot takes and, you know, putting things out there in the world of sports. Dick Vitale uh, does that kind of thing on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Vitale does it kind of the whole um, Magic Johnson or RG3, Robert Griffin does this too, where... When they tweet about a game, they just tell you what's happening in the game. Like, okay. Like, the Lions just scored a touchdown. They're playing really well, which that's not enough. doesn't offer much. No, not at all. So Vital on Thursday tweets this out at 1030 at night. In an important NFL matchup, the Lions <laughs> lead the Packers 15-6 to early in the fourth quarter. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers has thrown interceptions in the red zone. The Lions' D has been super so he's been watching the entire game. Yeah, baby! He was live-tweeting a replay of the first Lions-Packers games because there was no Thursday night football. Why is that so funny? Because uh, he got he got. But he never saw the game, so he was fully amused. I mean, yeah. he was very entertained by it. And he probably knew that the Lions-Packers were playing this weekend. Yeah, right. But just, he, I don't know why he wouldn't know he would the know date. But it wasn't on Thursday so night. So he pulled that tweet down and then... I think a half hour after that, he wrote, I was absolutely fooled. Hysterical. I thought the Lions-Packer game was played tonight. Give me a turnover, baby. I was wrong, baby. <laughs> I mean, you got to love it. He owns his stupid mistake. 
That's pretty funny. The craziest thing about this is I actually did that last night. <laughs> I swear to you, I, last night I went to Frankenmuth with my family, and I'm at the bar. I'm watching the Bengals and Wait, the Ravens. At the bar? Yeah. Why is the bar replaying a dead game? So there's There was a real game games. on, wasn't there? Right. Yeah. There were actual games. No, I would have been sucked in, Brand. I have to admit, because I was yesterday I found, oh my God, there's NFL games, right. and I wasn't really watching them, but if one had appeared before me at a bar, I would have assumed, oh my God, this game's on great. Right, so yeah. I'm staring, me and another guy, some dude I don't even know, we're watching this game because I'm like, oh my God, look at Lamar Jackson's back. Holy crap, <laughs> I thought he was injured. And... <laughs> I knew there were Saturday games. It just so happened this bar in Frankenmuth was running like the NFL Network or something that was just running an old. Oh, you're game. in Frankenmuth. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a what a delight. Yeah, little girl. Little girls wanted to go swimming. So. Aww. Yeah. But, but so you I, drove, I felt like drove to Frankenmuth. What if the girls want to see snow like next? Um, and Dad wanted October, to go. To the, it's snowing in Idaho. You're going to Idaho. You're fly him out there with, with Dad. With Kohlberger's dad. <laughs> yeah. Elvis did that with Lisa Marie. She said, "I want to see snow." Said, oh, let's get that uh, Lisa Marie fired up, and uh, we're, we're flying out there. But it and sounds I think like they went to Utah. It sounds like Brandon. So the she girl, could see snow. She made a snowball, and they flew home. The girls wanted to go swim, but Dad wanted to go to the bar. <laughs> it was the best <laughs> of both worlds. It's great. Uh, you said a guy came up to you and ruined it, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Eventually, after about ten or fifteen minutes of watching this with another guy, that he this this random dude and I are having conversations about this old game. Like, oh wow, did you see oh, that? So play? he sucked in too. Yeah, this other guy sucked in, and then some dude comes in for a drink, and he and he just points. He goes, "Hey, they play tomorrow," and, and I'm like, "Who?" And he's like, "Bengals." What are on right now? Why does he need to do that? Well, first of all, why is he listening? Why is he spending so much time listening to your conversation about the game? That's a good know. point. But I Why felt really dumb, you? and I what? quickly Googled it, and I was like, oh, my God, we're not watching a real game. But did you tell the guy to keep his rabbit ears to himself? I mean, he ruined the game. You guys could have enjoyed no, the rest of it. I'm kind of, no, because if he wouldn't have said anything, I might have been sucked into watching the yeah, entire game. He should have bet you. Enjoying it. He, he, you were, he, he knew the outcome. He should have gambled on it with you. <laughs> That's true. Giving you just a ridiculous odds. Uh, I'm, I'm Dick Vitale today. Did um, Okay, I don't think anybody saw 2020 besides me. Did anybody happen to see this? Story about Jay family, right? AJ. Yeah, I did not. I didn't see the whole show. This is really interesting. I, I it's one of those ones again where I feel like, God, we make it so hard to nail people because what happened was, um, starting out, you've got the parents, uh, the fathers, Antonio Armstrong Sr. He actually played in the NFL hmm. not long, just yeah, for like a season. He was on practice squad a couple of years. No, he wasn't very good. <laughs> what were his stats? Um, four games, and I don't think he did shit. But I was trying to look up his college stats because he was a star at Texas A&M. In fact, he was the most valuable defensive player in the Cotton Bowl in really? 94. He had three 94. sacks. Did he play with Dan Campbell? No, Dan Campbell. Was Dan Campbell? Wait, was he a, was a little later than that, I think. Okay. But I can't find his college stats. I'm looking it up for you. It's well, either Anthony or Antonio Armstrong. Oh, senior. That's probably what I didn't put in. Anyway. So he had three sacks in that game against Notre Dame, blah, blah, blah. Star, Texas A&M. Picked in the sixth round by the 49ers. He marries this woman who had had a, a, a little boy when she was 15. Mm. So she's got a little baggage. And then they have two kids. They have AJ, who's named after Antonio. And they have a daughter who's 12 in 2016. AJ is 16. And his brother, I think, is 19. He lives with his girlfriend a few blocks away. Okay. So, the the way the story starts is, um, and they're a wealthy family by the way, really success. Antonio started gym, a bunch of gyms, like oh, a, okay. a chain of gyms, super successful. So 
911 gets a call at 1.40 in the morning on July the 29th. And it's AJ, the 16-year-old son, says he heard gunshots and saw a masked man. Actually, no, he didn't say he saw a masked man. He said he heard gunshots and he's you know freaked out and all that. Although he sounds very, pretty calm on the call. It's like a 16-minute call. And he doesn't reference the masked man until the police get there. And then he says he heard gunshots, was going down the stairs, was like four or five steps down, and he saw a masked man um, leaving the house. Okay. It wasn't me. It was the one-armed man. Which kind of seems like maybe the first thing you'd say. Sure. But uh, anyway, his parents, his mother is dead, two gunshots to the head. His father is hanging, clinging to life with one gunshot to the head. He would die. So, um, the police interview AJ without an attorney, which he didn't do it. He doesn't have anything to worry about. And I thought he was, if you want to go to 2730 into 2020, you can hear a little bit of the interview. I just thought he was abnormally calm. He just sounded like, I just figure if someone's asking like, how'd you get along with your dad? You just, your dad just died or is dying. It would be really difficult to talk about. He'd be emotional. I asked him, why did he do that? He said, nanny, what did I need legal counsel for? He said, I I just wanted to tell them whatever they wanted to know so they can find out who did this. I I think he, think he thinks How was your relationship with your parents? Like really close. And then me and my mom, like we, I mean, me, like me, my brother, and my sister, like had our like little Sound issues. Like someone whose parents were just shot in the head. Anything, like, no, not like one we, bit. It was like family stuff. He talks about his relationship is great with his parents. He has no problems with his parents. And what about dad? Dad was like the go-to for everything. So. Any any recent problems? Any issues between you and him or anything like that? No, he's uh, great. No, like my dad's a pretty like chill guy. Everything is fine. He referred to him in the past tense, by the way. Oh, that's Even though right. he wasn't wow. dead, but that doesn't really mean anything. Of AJ basically wanted to complete a timeline, so they basically asked his whereabouts and what he'd been doing from the that day all the way through the time of the 911 calls. My mom, she came back around five. It doesn't sound me, emotional at all to me. No, we all grieve differently, though. And they went to one of my dad's, like one of my dad's uh, friends' events that he had, so they were gone until like eight. And then when they got back, uh, I went went, went to go pick up my little sister from my grandmother's house. AJ came and picked me up, and he took me home. He seemed happy, like always, just in a good mood. We got back to the house, like, 9 or 10. Yeah, no, they do really well. I set the alarm and went upstairs, so I went to bed. My parents were laying in their bed. I don't know what they were doing, and I was just upstairs just watching Netflix still. And then I, it was like probably... One or two, getting ready to go to bed, and I went to the restroom. And when I came out, I heard the door open, and I haven't been—I haven't been feeling well like this whole day. So I've just been at home, and uh, and then Diesel came out. So I like walked downstairs. I was gonna ask if I can get some medicine, and I was making my way down the stairs, and that's when I heard the gunshots. No, pause a second. That's normal. The timing sounds like total bullshit. Just as he's going down to get some medicine, oh, what do you know? This guy shoots his parents. What a what would you do if she died? Yeah, so, Crazy. I mean, is he going to try and claim it's a home intruder just like the other yep. guy? Mm-hmm. And, um, what a joke. What he doesn't say is that this is at 1.40 in the morning when he went down the stairs. Mm-hmm. What he doesn't say is that at 1.02, he completely stops using his phone, 
which is very unusual for AJ. AJ's always on his phone. But he's he was watching Netflix. Something. He was really into something on Netflix. He's still on his phone. And then at 1.08, he unplugs his phone. Hmm. Now, the Unplugs. only reason you unplug you your phone is because you're taking it somewhere. Oh, they could tell, okay, it was charging yeah. and it wasn't. And, okay, gotcha. yep. Yeah, which is something they learned after the first murder trial where they had a hung jury. Eight said he murdered his parents. Four said he didn't. Hopelessly hung. Wow. After that trial, they were able to get the information, the technology improved, and they were able to determine that he unplugged his phone at 108 and that he stopped viewing anything at 102. They also knew... From the alarm system, which, by the way, defense... Oh, the alarm system's a piece of shit. It's the worst, most unreliable thing in the world. <laughs> That's what the defense and that debate thing did with the um, the um, thing that tracks your steps. Yeah, the, the, Fitbit. the Fitbit. They're like, Fitbit wasn't made to track your activity, just your steps. You can't yeah. rely on it. It's like, well, Fitbit's been used in a few crimes yeah. and very successfully. So they also know that at 109, the upstairs... Security thing registered somebody. Movement. Yeah, movement yeah, gotcha. at 109. So he's walking towards the stairs at 109. Well, he doesn't make the call till 140. So. But he wasn't feeling well. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is that they, this is again after the first trial, they were determined, they were able to determine that the phone was exhibiting the light feature. Oh, the flashlight. Which is usually yeah. what someone does walking through a dark house. Yeah. Yeah. At 108, I think that started. He didn't want to wake continued. up his parents. Yeah, but it also so could have been... shoot him. He went down to shoot them and then um, washed his hands, changed his clothes, because they uh, tested uh, the hands for yeah, gunpowder, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he and his sister and his brother, who lived blocks away, but was called and came over, I guess, you know, when the police were there, and he had his hands bagged, too, and he didn't have any. So, let's see, what else did they determine? There's a lot of things... Well, the, the first thing that was a little strange was uh, what looked like his perfect family turned out. Oh, no, AJ's got a lot of stuff going sideways right now. Well, I figured 16. it sounds like money, right? Well, he's flunked out of his private school. He flunked his classes. At 16? At 16. And he says it's because, well, I got a car, and I just got carried away with the freedom. And it turned out that his dad had busted him with pot. Like, yeah. And he said, oh, that was a long time ago. It turned out it was like three months ago. Do you know how hard it is to get kicked out of a school that you're paying tuition at? Well, I think they determined that we're not paying for you to a private school yeah. if you're going to do this. Yeah. He was very upset about this because he was a football star at the private school, and he would not be a football star oh, at the public wow. school, yeah. which was, I guess, a lot of recruits come out of the public school. Yeah. And, it's, and it's way hard to stop fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> or um, weed. So I guess it's it just sounds like... The text messages, they didn't show a ton of them, but they showed a lot of them where his parents are basically saying, stop lying, AJ. You're lying again. And a couple of them were about, you know, um, I didn't turn the alarm off, you know, like when he snuck out yeah. and stuff. And just well, that, obvious I mean, lies that they busted him. And when are you going to stop lying? Yeah. And that, that just ruins the credibility of anything he told the police, too. Because now his parents know, you know, there's proof yeah. that he had lied before to his parents. Why I would was, he lie to them? The thing that they didn't really talk about that I thought was was strange was just how absolutely calm he is on in this police interview. How, how quick after the murders is this interview here? Like, how soon? It's like five hours after, because they had to get approval to talk to a 16-year-old. Something wow. had to be set in place. 
Well, that, that's the other thing. He's 16. You think he'd be a wreck. He's also, ex- it's explained to him, too, that anything he says can be used against him. He actually repeats the whole thing back to them because they want to make sure there's no issues with him understanding what they're doing. Was, did his sister give an interview? Like, yes. And was she bawling? Was she inconsolable? Or I don't she- know. I don't think they, I don't think we heard any of that. She just, she and the grandmother and the family members, except for the older brother, they're all like Team AJ. Oh, no, AJ loved sure. my parents, and this never could have happened. And yeah, but they don't know he's been lying to them either. Um, they also, what's amazing to me is like, okay, so who did it? Yeah. Who could have done it? Well, the defense just piled into the 19-year-old brother because he has, he has problems. He has, he has mental health issues. But he wasn't there. That's exactly what I said. He didn't go in the house. The alarm wasn't turned off. He yeah. didn't enter the house. Yeah. I mean, they really... It doesn't make uh, any but, sense. But it's, it's a some... piece, of, piece of shit alarm system. So. Yeah, exactly. You can. Well, the guy makes a big <laughs> dramatic scene out of, uh, as far as the alarm system records, and he's got like stacks yeah. of alarm systems. He goes, they belong in the garbage. And he drops the Ooh, big stack in the that's garbage. That's pretty powerful. Powerful, yeah. Everyone loves the show. So anyway, um, there was there was Whose gun, by the way? Whose gun was it? Oh, it was the dad's gun. So the murderer came in and used the and dad's used the gun, gun yeah, to kill. Sense. But AJ's prints weren't on the gun, which is weird. Because, like, three weeks before that, A.J. had shot the dad's gun through the ceiling of his bedroom into the parents' bed. What? Yeah. Yes. Why? Yeah. I was just playing around with friends. Oh, my God. So his prints would have been on the gun from that. Yeah. They never talked about that, but I thought, how could his so print not be on the gun? he wiped it. Yeah, he just wiped it. Yeah, he wiped it. it. So I, I could not, what for the life dummy. of me, understand, except that family had a lot of money. And they got yeah, really good attorneys, and they turned everything upside down, except what was painfully obvious was the killer was in the house. Yeah. So it had to be him or his sister or the parent killing one another. Yeah, like murder-suicide. But- and the other wacky thing was that the parents had pillows over their face after they were shot. Someone didn't want to look at them. Oh, wow. That's Wow, that could be the brother, though. <laughs> yeah, I got to no, say. The brother, the, basically, the jury, some jurors bought the brother did it. As far as the defense goes. It's not bad. It's ridiculous, but I mean that's the only defense. He's not really... in the house. I know but it's the only defense they could put forth. Well, the second trial such a piece of shit alarm system. Second trial ended eight to four, eight in favor of AJ, four in favor of murder. But one of the jurors said, what? "Well, we all thought he murdered him, but we did feel there was enough doubt." Because okay. so everyone thinks he did it. I, I really think a lot of that happens to do with it's a sixteen-year-old child and. So oh, that's what the life ahead of them, and we, you know, they don't want to be the ones to put them away forever. Well, if there's reasonable Jury, doubt. Juries, there's juries reasonable do that doubt. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I don't see very the, reasonable though. I didn't think the doubt was reasonable. Not I all thought doubt everything is reasonable. pointed the finger at him, and of course they said, "Oh, they picked him at the beginning, and they just made everything framed to fit the kid." Who else could it have been? The uh, if you, di- I always hate that when they're like, they didn't look at anybody else. They didn't need to look at anybody else. The killer was in the house. They knew there was no entry no, just, to the house. I mean, in general, whenever there's a murder, it's like, well, they didn't look at anybody else. Like, no, because they thought this was the guy. Now there are cases where, yeah, they get a little laser focused on the wrong person. If there was some forced entry or then, the, yeah, an indication that someone entered the house, I would say, well, yeah, you could look at a lot of things, but there wasn't. That's really dumb. And you mean to tell me that so, a, a stranger's going to come in, murder them, and put pillows over their faces? So he got off twice, or is it twice? A, a and they they said we're doing this again. I mean, that's how determined they are to convict him. They said we're doing a third trial. They really think he didn't. Wow. Oh, they no. They're 
All because <laughs> he was quite in, certain he did it. All because he was in trouble. Yeah, but I mean, they're trending in the wrong direction. They had eight who believe he did it I first, know. and then now they had four. Yeah. Well, how like many I times said, can you continue to go on trial and and you know the have defense, a jury? Is the there defense, is there a limit or no? Oh, they can do it all they want. They can do it forever and ever. They can do it a hundred times. I think if it's a hung jury, they just so. call a mistrial. Yeah, it's um, a good reason to yeah. murder somebody. But see, now the defense is on the. Who can they spend so much of the county's money on this one case? This is crazy. Uh, because the victims, you're, you're you do what the victims want you to do. And the other the other nice thing, um, well, the victim's family, of course, is all team AJ, so nobody really cares Even about the sisters. The yeah, the sisters. Like, wait, wait, oh, no, AJ wait. would never do it. Even the brother? The brother, no one can seem to talk to the brother. The brother okay. has been so nailed, I don't think he wants to talk to anybody. I think he's just, I don't know what he is. Wow. Maybe either he did it or he's just really pissed about all this crap. Anyway, uh, AJ had, when he was 16, when this happened, when this quote-unquote happened, his girlfriend was uh, Kate Ober, his girlfriend since seventh grade. Uh-huh. And after the first acquittal, when AJ would have been 19, oh, what do you know? He got Kate pregnant. They have a baby now. Oh, well, that's gonna ha- that's gonna that was after the first trial? Yeah, which okay. is a great idea when you know you're being tried for murder again to have a baby. That's a great time to have a baby. What, did the second jury know that, that he had a baby, too? Probably. She's oh, probably in court with the well, baby. Is it any shock, then, why they thought, yeah, well, he did it, but, you know, there's enough doubt because... Uh, I no. wouldn't view it that way. I'd view it as, no, I who would have a fucking baby when you're going to be tried for murder? I understand that, but that's, that's, that's a, a heavy, Kate Holmes move. It's a heavy burden on a jury to, to put somebody away like that who's young and not a kid. It's, it's wrong. It's, isn't I mean, it a heavy to, burden to let to, a murderer yes, free? of course. Yeah, that is Elizabeth Holmes. That was her method. If I can get pregnant, I can delay the trial. If I can get pregnant a second time, they may... I can't believe, I cannot believe she doesn't have to be report until April. Yeah. Why are they doing this for Elizabeth Holmes? Fuck her. She's got powerful friends. So the baby can have breast milk. That's not, no. Bring the baby to prison. Yeah, make her pump in prison. Jesus Christ. I'm trying to think there's anything else in this story. There's so many stupid things. When I was young, I just always knew that that was what I wanted to do. You know? I wanted to kill people. Um, uh, some people are just lucky they know what they want to do with their lives right out of the gate. Did you find Antonio on College Football no, Reference? No, and I'm guessing... Why can't I find a, him? Maybe because he's a linebacker? They still usually have it. Look up, if you look up like some of Michigan's linebackers, I bet you find him. Uh, How yeah. far back does Reference go when it comes to defensive statistics? That's a good question. Yeah, yeah. maybe not. Yeah, you didn't tell me that... Did you say he was AP All-American? I know you said he was Cotton Bowl uh, MVP. I mean, they went into. He was obviously a great player, at Texas A and I'm a little disappointed that you left out his Canadian Football League history. Oh, history. I didn't know about yeah, that. He played there forever. He was Defensive Player of the Year for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. What? I wonder if Stan rooted for him. Oh yeah, <laughs> Stan probably knows him. Wait, how long did he play? Till what year? Uh, let's see. He was with Winnipeg from 2000 all the way to 2001. I know. <laughs> oh, one so year. Two years. Yeah. Stan doesn't shit. Yeah. Him. What? He was Defensive Player of the Year in 2000. Well, then why didn't he play the next year? East All-Star. What was that? He probably tried to go back to the NFL. <laughs> oh, wait, here it is. Wait, let's see. Uh, he suffered a career-ending fracture of his left ankle in 2000. He attempted to return to the NFL, but was limited because of his injury. Bullshit. He eventually resigned with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers September 2001 and started the 2001 Grey Cup game. He decided to retire in 2002 because of a contract dispute and physical limitations due to his injury. I know all the rules. That's pretty weird. Hotmail.com. But, yeah, he played for a while. Um, well, speaking of uh, 
of physical uh, issues. Uh, very sad to report the death of Adam Rich Nichols oh, from wow, yeah. Eight is Enough. I thought of Mark. Apparently, Me, why? Apparently, 54 was enough. <laughs> That's years why. <laughs> why? Because Dick Van Patten died when 80 was enough? <laughs> because your was Dick 80, Van... Wasn't 86 was enough? I can't remember. Was it 80? Maybe it was Dick 80. Dick Van Patten joke lasted for so, so many fucking years. Because it's great. <laughs> Along with your Jameis Winston shelf. That wasn't my joke. That was just a sign someone had at game day. That was great. No, uh, yeah, when Dick Van Patten died, is that, those were his final... 86 is enough was his final words. He was 86. I, I, I could not stop reading about Adam Rich this morning. I don't know why. Because he was a mess. He was a mess. He was, he was a total, total mess. mess. And uh, he was eight when he was cast. Say, Dick Van Patten, not a good TV dad, because no. didn't he raise Willie Ames, too? Yes. And there was a daughter that went wacko in that group, too, I think. <laughs> but it's funny how people act like, well, the TV dad is helping him. The TV dad, uh, he, he uh, get, sent him to rehab. Like, like Dick Van Patten has priority over his actual parents. Well, if he gets that credit, then he gets the blame for sending him wayward and sending Willie Ames wayward. Well, um, anyway, the story, I, th I was like, what? The story said that Nicholas or Adam made the decision to <laughs> step away from Hollywood for a more private life. And I'm like, that is so fake! <laughs> He yeah, grew out of the cute little brat thing into a massive party machine. <laughs> he was a total machine on drugs. He, if he opted for anything, it was for drugs and alcohol all the time. The family won't, not, not his TV family, because obviously Dick Van Patten died, um, but his family won't reveal the cause of death. You got to believe it's an overdose, right? Oh, you think? I'd say, I think that's a given. I don't, I don't think the story needs to tell you that. Yeah, normally they come out and say natural causes or yeah. whatever. Yeah. He was in many rehabs, and the last one I recall, uh, this was multiple cases where he would throw himself down the stairs to separate his shoulder, which yeah. he'd become expert at separating his shoulder because his shoulder needed surgery, so it would go in and out. Yeah. So, so you get pain that's meds. actual audio, and he would get painkillers, and then he got busted for going to the emergency room like three times in a week for painkillers. So that's when he turned to robbing a CVS or whatever. Yes. I think that was earlier, actually. Oh, it was? This was later. Um, that's when he opted for a more private life instead of the <laughs> pressures of Hollywood. A private life where he could do drugs by himself. So, um, oh, sure. by the way, I was thinking about this when I was, when I was reading the story. It's like, how, how did Dick Van Patten become a star, quote-unquote? How many casting people did he have to blow? <laughs> Is there a record of him getting his stomach pumped in an emergency room anywhere, what anytime? What are you talking about? He was great. Dick Van Patten? Yeah. What was so special about him? He really cared about his TV children. <laughs> I'm trying to look for the other one that was such a mess. Is it Susan Richardson? Wasn't yes. she a total yeah, disaster? Yeah, totally. We, we talked to her. And oh, she was right. she talking about aliens or something. Yeah, yeah. And she, Should we yeah. call her up for... Uh, uh, isn't she dead now? She did die, I think. I, I know who we need to call, though. I think we need to try Andy Dick to see. Andy is bound to have partied with Adam Rich. I don't think he ever appeared in oh, anything with Adam Rich, question. but I think he partied with him. Because Andy parties with everyone. That and one and of he's our... he's out of jail. Yeah, One of our is. listeners sent... A picture to the boner line, 20966 boner, uh, of Andy at their restaurant in California. Oh, cool. Yeah, and he looked he looked okay, I thought. I, I asked for additional comment, like, how was he doing? And I was told that uh, they, they prefer to remain private. Hmm. Almost like they have some sort of a deal with stars. That we, we don't talk about stars that go to our restaurant. That's, well, that's uh, why they go there. Restaurant to star uh, privacy or what? Confidentiality. Confidentiality, yeah. 
You want me to give Andy a shot? Yeah, I think we should. I think Adam Rich deserves some kind of a proper eulogy, and I think Andy Dick can do it. His last credit was Dickie Roberts' former child star oh, playing himself yeah. in 2003. So not the last 19 years, he hasn't been terribly busy at all. Except for well, playing, that was his choice. He stepped away. Some great comments, by the way, on this, including people in the story and also after the story. Look. Come on, Andy. I texted him earlier today. Andy, Andy, Andy. He did Andy, not text Andy, me back. Andy, Ooh. Andy. Andy. Okay, I'm just going to text him. Need a eulogy for Adam Rich. <laughs> Made is enough. <laughs> hey, Andy. Hey, oh. thanks for calling. Please, uh, you know, leave a message. But also, please leave your phone a number. Janky. Even if you think I have it, <laughs> because my phone has been a little <laughs> janky, a little janky, a little janky. <laughs> so yeah, leave your phone number, and I love you. It's full. Oh, it's not full, Andy. A little janky. Andy! Andy, it's a Drew and Mike show in Detroit. And um, first of all, we're so excited to find out that you're out. We're from a listener of ours who has a restaurant out there that, that you had come in for a meal. Everything was great. You seemed fine. And then today, uh, the tragic news about Adam Rich from Eight is Enough became uh, public that he had passed away and we felt he needed a proper eulogy. And I figure you must have partied with him, at least. I don't think you guys probably had many projects because you didn't really have many projects, but I think I have a feeling you know Adam Rich. Or, at least know, I messed a, fork. or an Adam Rich story. Uh, be appreciated because it's hard to find anybody who can give us a proper eulogy. So please call back, Andy. Thank you. Uh, Hope you're doing well. See ya. Uh, see ya. I just want to read this line from uh, the Wikipedia page of Dick Van Patten. <laughs> <laughs> he began work as a model. <laughs> Dick Van Patten. Okay, he's blowing somebody now. We know he's already blowing somebody. Oh, hold that thought. He began work as a model and actor as a child, making his Broadway debut at the age of seven. Get out of here. So no but no kids did Broadway then, and his mom just threw him on stage. Ridiculous. So why is And he then not- he started this great Van Patten uh, acting family. It's like everybody acted. And didn't uh, Mr. Skin tell you that his, that his niece is nude, one of the nudes of the year or something? Wait, who's his niece? Oh, I just yeah, he just said yeah, that. Skin just last told you. Nice that I remember, and I wasn't even on that show. That's bizarre. Yeah, Dick Van Patten's niece. Yeah, Is right. Grace, she be Grace Van Patten. It must be. Yeah, there's another one named Talia Balsam. I think that might be her. See, Dick Van Patten. Oh, she's older. Jeans must have been mixed with somebody incredibly hot to create <laughs> a hot niece. His younger sister was Joyce Van Patten from St. Elmo's Fire. Whoa. Who's Joyce Van Patten from St. Elmo's Fire? I mean, there's like seven stars in that show, a movie I know. She was also Rob Schneider's wife in Grown Ups. Joyce Van Patten. Grown Ups? Look at Grace getting it on. There you go, Grace Van Patten. Tell Me Lies, Season 1, Episode 9. Mr. Skin. He's got skin vision. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's very intimate. Dick Van Patten's their uncle. <laughs> Their skin vision. Whoa, like she's getting legit, like, wow, cunnilingus on television. Too bad, her, graphic. too bad her uncle's not alive to see that. Oh my God, would he be hard? He said 69. <laughs> it would be hard. Yeah, he'd say eight inches is enough. <laughs> <laughs> so 69 dumb. is enough.
Well, Nicholas, uh, at 14, he, he started smoking pot. At 17, he dropped out of high school. Gateway drug. Because he was a star. Nicholas. Adam, America's sorry. brother, is that what they called him? 22, he was arrested for breaking into a pharmacy for, of course, drugs. Oh, man. Uh, 24, the rehab start, including one that Dick Van Patten apparently ushered him into. Uh, what does that mean? Dick Van Patten dropped him off? <laughs> Get in there. Get in there, Rich. 25, bust getting painkillers, again, by throwing himself downstairs. Um, he was an expert at dislocating his shoulder. Then at 34, he got a DUI that it sounded like he was fucking wasted. However, his only quote was, I've been sober for 10 years. Oh, boy. So he claimed that that was a fake oh, DUI. Credit. They well, just pulled credit. him over for fun and gave him a DUI for no reason. <laughs> for no reason. Uh, <laughs> Adam Rich he used to be on TV, but he stepped away from Hollywood. He deserves Arrest a DUI. <laughs> Filmmaker, actor Jay Duplass was unfortunately the oh. only person available to comment, and he said, they don't make them like they used to. This is heartbreaking. R.I.P. Adam. What, a mess? <laughs> they don't make them like they used to. They used to really be a mess. They quoted a fan in the story, too, who said, oh, good. I was a big, no, huge fan of A's Enough. This is heartbreaking. R.I.P. Adam. Then I went down to the- They didn't want to use their name? Well, I, I don't think there was a large ton of people that were commenting on it. No stars, apparently, besides Jay Duplass, whoever that Sad. is. Jay, yeah, you would know. Yeah, you would know his work. Now there were comments below. Uh, the first one was never liked him. Pig face and huge hair. <laughs> <laughs> then there was. That makes uh, me feel better about what we're doing that that person put it out there. I remember Adam Rich from his Donnie and Marie appearances. No, you in the don't. Osmond no, you, show. Is that from Tom? No, Masway? you don't. He they was don't beyond remember. his years. A great talent. Sad to hear he passed. They don't remember that. They must have read that, that he was on there somewhere. It's not nice. And then someone said, damn, I used that theme song as a ringtone. Great show. Who would use eight is enough for a ringtone? By the way, what is the Can you play the theme song? Yeah, I don't even remember it. Let's see what it is. Isn't it weird to think that there are people who loved that show, who yes. go on and on about it? So bad. I would not know what this was if this was someone's ringtone. <laughs> I would have no idea what was going on. <laughs> My first thought would be, was your uncle uh, the dad on that show? Why do you have that ringtone? And Why are you nude? <laughs> Oh, there's Nicholas using oh, the mower. So he, was, he was using a power mower over flowers. I gotta say, it's actually a pretty good foreshadowing. DVP, by the way, great head of hair. <laughs> look at that! Look at that! That's a classic comb over. What? That's a comb over? Yeah, I think it is. You gotta be kidding me! I'm That's... afraid so. I can't believe I'm bald. But uh, there's some, that quite episode? a bit of hairspray. That episode. <laughs> Dick Van Patten's character realized he was bald. <laughs> Great episode. What happened to all these people from this show? They were oh, a Grant dis- I, by the way, I thought the wife was a knockout. Betty Buckley? Is she nude on Skinner? <laughs> Mrs. Buckley? I mean, I was just a kid then, but I just thought, wow, that's a hot mom. Buckley. I think it was probably my first MILF experience I, in life. Now. I got good news for you. Still alive. Still alive. Um, um, I don't know. Wait, this- is that her nude in that? <laughs> That bottom shot? I don't know. Wait, that's oh. not her with that penis in her mouth, is it? What is that? What is that's that? not Betty Buckley. Get out of here. Oh. Oh my Brandon. God. I didn't know that much hair could grow there. This is Google, man. You Betty can't Betty Buckley, Google. that is not her. Skin and look up Betty. This is terrible. Is that her? Wait, that looks like her No, a that's bit. a girl named Erica Buckley. Like the girl the third over that? Yeah, you got your... Oh, this is might that be her? right here, right here, right? Is that Betty Buckley? It says Betty it's Buckley. It's on nude. xxgasm.com. God, how dare you do is that? Is that a young shot of her she took when she was trying to make it? 
possibly. I think this is her audition tape for Dick, Van, like her. Dick Van Patten. Dick Van Patten said, that looks good, hire her. Yeah. <laughs> Creep. Don't Before do that to went, Mrs. Bradford. Look her up on skin. Before Dick went to the emergency room. <laughs> to check on his Yeah, my stomach is bothering me. <laughs> I'm just so full. I don't know. I can't seem to pass it for some reason. All right, I'm searching right now. I'm searching skin. <laughs> Betty Buckley, no results. Damn. That's, what, really? Yeah. Uh, more comments about uh, Adam Rich. Uh, retreated from Hollywood is a nice way of saying he couldn't get work. Yep. Said one commenter. I, let's see, I detested the show but admired him. Fine little actor. You detested the show but you admired him. Why would you watch a show Because his acting is that good. Well, you didn't see him anywhere else. Well, you saw him on Dickie Roberts and thought he was great. <laughs> oh, my God. Van Patten had a fourth TV kid from that show die from an overdose. Really? <laughs> Lanny O'Grady. Uh, mobile home. She died in her mobile home at age 46. Autopsy revealed toxic levels of Vicodin. Why is Van Patten letting all his kids live in these terrible circumstances? I mean, she's in a mobile home and she was on eight is enough? Four of his TV kids. Doesn't seem right. Massive drug. Four of his kids have overdosed. Just TV kids. Uh, let's see. Here's another comment. He looks about as idiotic as any other 1980s crap fest. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What? Alrighty. Comments to say something like that. There were a lot of comments about, but the reason he left Hollywood was not for more privacy, but because he, uh, nobody course. would hire him. Duh. What else was Van Patten? Shiny in? and sparkly. Nothing. And splendidly oh, he's, bright. He was a big. <gasps> here one day. Wait. Gone one night. Gone too soon. Van Patten was big on the oil change commercials. Was it Jiffy Lube? Wasn't <laughs> he a big Jiffy Lube spokesperson? I'm almost positive. <laughs> Let me see. Let's see. We got to know. Well, I got 58 movies. Uh, Dick Van Patten ranked from best to worst. What's the best? Soylent Green. Well, Spaceballs should be on there. Oh, yeah. Charlie, Westworld, High Anxiety. Spaceballs, number five. Joe Kidd, Snowball. Wait, Spaceballs is his number five best? I would have thought it was best. He's in Robin Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Great flick. Stupid. Treasure of Metacomble. And Freaky Friday, the original in 76. That's the top ten. Yeah, but he really made his his mark in television. He was on the, um, wasn't he on, remember when the Battle of the Network Stars? Can you see if there's video of him on the Battle <laughs> of the Network had, Stars? Had, yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I hope he went against, like, uh, I don't know, Joe Frazier and something. They need to bring back swimming. Battle of the Network Stars. They tried to, and it was a failure. What? Yeah. It's impossible. Well, what Network Star is going to do that now? Well, they finished Billy Idol with Howard Cosell. Howard was doing some commentating. Oh, my God. Some of their activities were a dunk tank. Oh, boy. What? Try, like, there's full episodes, which are like an hour and 40 minutes. Well, that looked like some athletic network stars right there. Yeah, every once in a while you see some of the good stuff. Like, uh, there's Man Patton, for crying out loud. Let's at the same time, I don't think this was Battle of the Network Stars, but there's a, there's a pretty viral, it's gone viral a couple times in the past, of Wayne Gretzky having a race against, like a foot race, against, who is it, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, I don't know, a couple other really famous, fast individuals, and, and here Wayne Gretzky is blowing them out of the water. Really? Yeah. I found this gem, I don't know exactly, I don't think this is Battle of the Network Stars, but let's see what this is. Oh, look how great shape he's in. <laughs> he's a great dad. <laughs> wonderful world of tennis. A game of finesse. A game of form. Well, I hate all that. 
I mean, aren't you a little fed up with all these little hard-hitting tennis snobs with their top spin and their perfect Ooh, this form? This is the shock dick man Tennis has nothing to do with being nice. He's in the 79 Battle of the Network Stars. It's He's the ABC dog. team it's captain. It's a battlefield out there where the strong survive and the weak come crawling back with a... Shut up, Van Pat. Scott Bayo. 79? 79. Scott Bayo was also ABC team. Uh, Billy Crystal... Richard Hatch, uh, Donna Pescow, Susan Richardson, also from Ages Enough. Good Tony Tennille, Robert Ulrich. The seventh battle of the network. Asner! Stars. Oh, Asner's pretty trim back in 79. Yes, once again, the network stars have come together to do battle. Valerie Bertinelli was on the ABC team. Oh, she's on the CBS team. Patrick Duffy. Ferrigno. Leif Garrett is on the CBS team. What? Oh, my God. What was Leif Garrett on on CBS? Uh, that's a good question. Ooh, Victoria Principal, she'd do on the wet t-shirt contest. <laughs> what about Roland Winkler? Yeah, I don't see any sign of Get Roland. on the roller skating competition. There's Howard. Listen to Howard. Howard makes it an event. Honor of the network. Great. <laughs> the swimming relay, five to a team, three men, two women on each team. Let's Those are the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders there for no reason whatsoever. Well, Willie's in good shape. Highest shit right there, though. Probably. <laughs> Thank you, my boy. Where's Nicholas cheering him on? Swimming the second leg of 25 yards for ABC. Plays Buddy from Family, the two-time Emmy Award winner. Christy McNichol. So beautifully, Christy McNichol. Swimming third for ABC, the woman who plays Cassidy. Morgan Wainwright, the helicopter pilot, and 240 Robert Joanna Cassidy. Is, uh, George Cosell here this morning? Never heard of it. The name is Howard. You should call him George Cosell. Oh, Howard, Howard. 240 Robert. What the fuck is that? Oh, who's that guy? Wojo from Bonnie Miller, Max Gale. Well, how do you do? What? I do fine, thank you, Max. I love that Howard's responding to their open. Plays Bradley Benson and Angie Robert Hayes. Oh, Robert Hayes hitting on a fan. The first non-swimmer. Playing Corinne from Soap, Diana Canova. Well, she had trouble getting on the stand to dive off. Even without your makeup. And from the Associates, the nation's top fashion model, and now actress Shelly Smith. What? Who the hell is that? It's not a network star. Yeah! Team. What a the showman. Of the award-winning series, Eight is Enough, Dick Van <laughs> Look at that hair. Wait, he gets introduced in every event? Oh, look at those. Look at, oh, man. A great athlete, by the way. Next, in lane two, the financial editor for the award-winning series, Lou Grant. Al Williams. Swimming third for CBS. DJ Johnny Joker? WKRP Cincinnati, oh, yeah. Howard Hessman. Howard Hessman. Looks pretty good. Funny guy. Hey, look what you see, huh? These are my lungs. Swimming fourth for CBS. Bad joke, Big Seamus, Little Seamus, Catherine Lee Scott. Good morning. <laughs> These women are in pretty fine shape, I gotta say. Yeah. They have all the advantages. It's the late 70s. Yeah, Brady. He knows a lot of bullshit. 
from Trapper John MD, Greg Harris. Got vitamin D. Oh yeah. I'm gonna be so happy. That's not vitamin D. Trapper's backup. We're gonna win. That's not a vitamin D, that's an amphetamine. Whoa! <laughs> oh, holy cow. Who's that? Jeff. Jan Smithers from KRP. Wow, did she look hot? That's a hydrack. Oh, Barry Valerie. Can we back up Jan Smithers for a second? I want to see her again. She looks. I, I'm not sure if I knew who that was. Right, and we pull up Jan Smithers from uh, Mr. Skin. Yeah. Right, here she comes. More amphetamines. Trapper John was a powerful show. Oh, Lordy, Lordy. The non-swimming stars. Jan Skin? Surely her career sunk to some level where she had to be naked, right? <laughs> and Valerie Bertinelli from One Day at a Time. She looks like Eddie. No, she does. In, in fact, on Mr. Skin, there's only uh, there's only two things for Jan Smithers, and they're both Battle of the Network stars when she's getting out of the pool. <laughs> Man, they are detailed at Mr. Skin. you got to give them credit, MrSkin.com. Robert Conrad. Maz, if Maz is listening right now, he's which so he isn't, no. he's so fired up. He would rather watch this than the NFL today. <laughs> oh, real people. That show is great. It was. We used to get really stoned to watch real people in the Muppets when I was in college. I swear to God. they were. I think they were back-to-back. Or on the same night, maybe. Love the Muppets. Aaron Gray. Who is she? She a little nuts. Wayne. You know, when you got Conrad God, stardom is yeah. so random, isn't very, it? Very fleeting. <laughs> this is like looking at We Are the World 10 years earlier, isn't it? Yeah. Gil Gerard! Oh, look at that cannon of an army. Just oh, he thinks he's so hot. He's pretty, he's pretty good. Nice. Whoa, what does she do on chips? Gets punch hard. I guess so. Is she fluffer? <laughs> She's the chips fluffer. <laughs> Melissa Gilbert. Melissa Gilbert. Yeah, boy. He's BJ from BJ <laughs> and the Bear. Greg Evigan. <laughs> Greg Evigan again. Greg Evigan. I like Greg Evigan. Same Greg Evigan keeps coming up again. It's amazing. George Brett. Same thing with Randy Oaks at Mr. Skin. <laughs> it's all from Battle of the Network stars. Oh, see this. What? This lives in in, in, the, in the 21st century. I hate Tweaky so much. I believe we're being pursued. Oh, he's the worst. God, how did I miss Jan Smithers on KRP? How much how much did George Brett get paid to be the commissioner for the Battle of the Network? Commissioner? What a joke. Come on, cut it out, Howard. <laughs> Look at Howard's jacket, by the way. Is that a leisure suit? <laughs> it looks like a leisure suit jacket. They could never redo this show today, could they? No, I don't think so. I haven't watched it. Well, they're all, all the network stars are now spread thin through all the celebrity yeah, game shows. We don't really know. Oh, that's right. You're we right. don't really know the network stars like we used no. to either because there were three networks. Well, it could you know, just be battle. shows run for years. Just be battle of the stars. Here, check this out. Stars. I alluded to this earlier. So this is Wayne Gretzky, Bjorn Berg, Pele. And Sugar Ray Leonard in a 60-meter dash. Pele's in the race? Yeah, I, I thought Pele was going to run oh, away I'm with it. I'm psyched to see oh, I mean, this. When, when Sugar, Sugar what year is this? Oh, 82. 82. So Pele's like in his late 30s. Yeah, he's ancient. He can't even get into a starting position. Gretzky's early Look at Gretzky! Wow. He is flying. Who that came up on the right? Who was that on the right? That was Bjorn Berg. It went Gretzky. Oh, Bjorn Borg? 
Bjorn Borg, yep. Then Pele. Sorry. And then <laughs> Sugar Ray Leonard. What an amazing Sh- race. Wait, Sugar Ray got his ass kicked. Yeah, yeah, he got dead last. Gretzky and Borg beat Sugar Ray? Pele is 21 years older than Gretzky. <laughs> wow. Like, come on. Well, he... Yeah. Is that, oh, Billy Crystal's hosting with Howard Cosell. I do not want to hear anything. Wait, 80, actually, 82. Yeah, that's after the Cosmos, the New York Cosmos, which I, I remember that only because people made a big deal out of it, but I don't think anyone else cared besides New York. Probably not. No, there's a, there's, did you ever see that documentary? Maz would argue. That documentary was really, really good. On the Cosmos? On the Cosmos. Yeah, it was yeah, good. Yeah. It was good. Mick Jagger was in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how fake fired up the world got. <laughs> Look at this part of Battle of the Network Stars. They're talking to the commissioner. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what he has to say about it. He's like at the peak of his career, too. The rules of the baseball done. Yes, Howard. First of all, the object is obviously to hit the bullseye, and if you hit the bullseye, the person will fall in the water. Each player is awarded three throws, and they must stay behind this white line. If the person hits the bullseye and the person falls in the water, they're awarded three points. However, some girls might not be able to hit the bullseye hard enough. Ooh, you're canceled, Brett. (laughs) George Brett's canceled. I don't blame them. You're against equal rights. And if that happens, the, the person might not fall in the water. They're awarded one point. Now, if they hit the arm, sometimes it'll trigger the alarm, which will make the person fall in the did water. You, did you just realize that Howard Cosell canceled George Brett you in know, 1979? I know. It's impressive. If Twitter was around, then George Brett would never, the pine tar incident never would have happened. CBS says his talk. Oh, this is where Skin's getting all his shots from. These people coming out of the dunk tank. Exactly. You should know. I said it here. <laughs> By design. Boy, there's some pretty transparent swimsuits, I gotta say, for 79. As Al Williams getting ready to throw. He's got a good arm. <laughs> yeah, he's really you <laughs> This was on television. Oh, so geeked. That's <laughs> so ridiculous. I'm so playing George Brett shitting his pants after the show. Oh, it's one of the best stories ever told. All right. Um, I don't know if you guys got the word, but all this talk about swimsuits reminded me of it. Is that uh, Lizzo oh, is, let's see, this has got to be the, uh, I mean, everyone is going around nude almost everywhere, including Lizzo. <laughs> and she just happens to be lugging a couple extra hundred pounds. So she's wearing the same thing as everyone else. She just happens to be a few hundred pounds more than the other people. Mm-hmm. So she has posted some new pictures of her in the tiniest, I mean, the teeniest <laughs> little bikini. <laughs> And for the 383rd time, she says she is not trying to meet anyone's standards for beauty, which I think No is, one thought she was. Yeah, I think you can leave that unsaid. I think that's understood she by doing now. She's on purpose. Hey, you want to watch the video? It does seem like she's trolling us. It's, it's like she's trying to gain weight and wear less yeah. of a bikini. She's the leaning discourse in. around bodies is <laughs> officially tired. The discourse around bodies is tired. Whoa. I have seen comments. It is tired, so nobody was. Nobody's talking about you. you. Why'd you lose weight? Oh my gosh! Why'd you get a BBL? I liked your body. Oh my gosh! No one's body hasn't changed ever. You need to lose weight, but for your health. To oh my gosh, you're so little. It's not a bad idea, but I'm not going to say it. I love it when people on Twitter pretend like they're concerned about her health. Are we okay? Well, you, you can't you weigh that much and not have it impact your health. At no, I know, but if I you're a fan, you should be concerned about her health. Your beauty standards? <laughs> okay. Artists are here to make art. And this body oh, is that's, art. That's not, you know, I'm sorry, it's not being subjective to say body. that that's not a look I that people that enjoy. No. Money. So we can see I think I can objectively up. say that... Um, oh. 
just, it's just, not her best self presented that way. It's not. <laughs> you're very concerned about Lizzo being her best I self. I want her to be her best self. If she doesn't want to be, that's fine with me. I don't care. Every other month, matter. she comes out and says, hey, let's talk about my body. Stop yeah, and then she gets, she's the one she that gets upset. She puts it out there and people respond as you think people would respond. But I, the whole routine is getting really old, isn't it? Yeah, you can only do that so many times. Um, I mean, until no one makes a less than flattering comment, she's going to keep telling us yeah, this. Yeah. And I got news for her. No one will, is, that's not a poss- human possibility. Anytime she posts pictures like that, someone Someone's will be an to. asshole. Yep. Someone will always be an asshole, and then we have to go through it all again. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just silly to keep getting so weary and upset because a few people make disparaging remarks about a 300-pound body somehow being crammed into this teeny bikini. And if it really bothers you, nice learning curve. Stop doing it then. I mean, I don't care that she doesn't. Stop reading the comments. Stop reading the comments. I mean, honestly, I have to say, in her situation, the stuff that she wears and she posts, it's incredible she doesn't get more shitty comments. Yeah. I mean, I think there's probably more restraint shown about her bikinis than anything anyone else wears anywhere, anytime. <laughs> People always go, oh, my God, you're so brave. brave. Which is their way of saying, oh, my God, you're so huge and you're wearing that teeny bikini. That is so brave because you're going to get killed. I don't know. It's just what a waste of time. I'm sorry I wasted time on that. I'm sorry I put it in my prep. But I, every, time, every time I see one, which seems to be every other month, I just decide to put it in there. Uh, Billy Bush, another hot mic incident. Oh, oh no! I got, yeah, I grabbed the audio. It's it's short, very very short audio. But well, let me give the history first. The last time, of course, it was him that revealed privately to NBC News that he had uh, a hot mic thing that he had saved of Trump saying you could grab women by the pussy, and that this might be of some interest to NBC News. Oh, look, when you're a celebrity, you can do anything you want. You can grab them by the pussy. And this was, no, whose voice was that? That was Larry David. I, I have this. <laughs> I, I had it labeled wrong. Grab him by the pussy. But we all know the famous. Anyway, clip. NBC held it until they apparently thought it would hurt Trump more. But Billy Bush, who would have, I mean, would have been the hero, I would think. Although Trump did get elected, he ended up getting blown out yeah. for laughing after Trump said it. Right. All because he chuckled as Donald Trump made that remark. I think he was just being polite. Right, he was. Trump was his, Trump was drawing him ratings on his show. Yeah, he had Donald Trump in the was it was it the extra van or whatever bus. Yeah, and they were getting ready to meet Nancy. Uh, who's it? Nancy from the? Oh, not Nancy. Laura Spencer. Nancy. Gr- no, not Nancy Grace. I can't remember. Can you play it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was who was that? Trump is just trying to entertain the bus, and he's with a bunch of guys. And you think nobody cares, but, you know, he doesn't think everyone else is going to hear this. Oh, I mean, Trump did not, clearly warning. did not intend this for public consumption. And also, I just want to say that this is the last time I saw Billy from Melrose Place. Yeah. was after this incident, oh. Billy was interviewed by CNN about whether or not this was locker room locker talk. Room talk yeah, and he which... declared that he had never heard anything like that in oh, any man. locker room ever. Who else would you go to for locker room talk than... <laughs> Billy from Melrose Place, who started the mom's blog. So ridiculous. He hadn't even played soccer oh, in like 15 years. She was married. <laughs> huge news, Sarah. No, no, Nancy. Yeah. No, this was. Who is this, Nancy? Who? Was it Nancy Odell or something? That's right. Shopping. She wanted to get some furniture. Trump so took her furniture shopping. Nice furniture. <laughs> How hilarious is that? I moved on her like Pause a for bitch. a second. 
I'm right. on her like a bitch. <laughs> I got to hear that again. Can you believe that Nancy Odell, she should be the one who's canceled because she let Trump take her furniture shopping. Well, he moved on her like a, what did he say? But isn't, isn't that, I mean, isn't it kind of She thought it was innocent. She, really? You're saying she's, Trump, a, she's asking to be grabbed by the pussy. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that. I did he really was, even do that? Did he really why did she think Trump wanted to take her furniture shopping? <laughs> why? Because he likes her? Grab her by the pussy, I guess. <laughs> I took her furniture. I moved on her like a bitch. But I couldn't get there. And she was married. And all of a sudden, I see her. She's now got the big phony tits and everything. She's totally changed her look. i got to use some Tic Tacs just in case I start kissing her. <laughs> you know, I'm automatically what? attracted Dork. to people. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. Just kiss Billy is not just chuckling. He is hysterical. I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab him by the pussy. Grab him by the pussy. Hey, he said whatever you want. Grab him by the pussy. He agreed. Grab him by the pussy. All this video is edited. Wow. And they go, oh, your girl's hot as shit. I can do anything. Pull the hell. Busted. Hello. How are you? Hi. <laughs> you got to appreciate Trump for the fact that he's trying to entertain the troops. I mean, he could be sure. one of those guys that off camera is just a dick, mm -hmm. but he was uh, ingratiating Billy, and Billy was ingratiated. He also wasn't running for president then, too, right? So no. who cares? It was kind of a well, weird. Billy Bush was busted with another hot mic, and brace yourselves because this five second clip is by the Daily Beast came up with this piece of audio. Yeah, and it's it's really brutal. It's about Kendall Ken, Kendall Jenner. Kendall goes as Jesse. And believe me, there were a lot of Woody's. <laughs> Ooh, a lot of people laughing at that too. Kendall Jenner went as Jesse from Toy Story as a Halloween thing, and so he made the quip. There were a lot of Woody's. So he was workshopping a joke. Yeah, and nobody cared. And so extra it said it's no big deal. In fact, um, extra, you know, isn't it? <laughs> Isn't it time that the people that leak this stuff be the people that are in trouble? Somebody's fucking with him. Yeah. yeah. Somebody extra is fucking with Billy Bush, trying to hold him in disrepute or yeah. thinking that, oh, I can make the world hate Billy Bush but and ruin like, our show. I was going to say, how is that going to help them? I guess they get off. On, I think they get but off. If the show on gets it. ruined, I mean, extra. then what, are you going to be out of a job? Maybe they don't work on that show necessarily. I don't know. I mean, I, I personally. They, I do oh, not understand why where people are allowed to maliciously leak all these things. Uh, people that dig into twelve-year-old tweets, people who record people who yeah. don't know they're being recorded, whether it's on the phone, like Omarosa. Remember that when she recorded her call with the president of the United States is, and put it out there. Is Billy Bush going to just assume that every mic is open? Shouldn't he just assume every mic probably is should open? at this point? I don't think so he's saying anything that bad. But no, I know, but that's just an embarrassing. People for publish for whatever reason private text messages, private emails. Why is that? That there is no, there's, there's never no an assumption no. that you have. How could anything ever be said to anyone if no? Everyone thought they were always being recorded. How could yeah. anyone say anything? Yeah, I mean, you can never discuss anything. I mean, you could discuss a lot of shit, but not much. Sure. But we seem like we offer 100% amnesty for all these tattletale assholes. Of course, when it's an actual crime, snitching is not necessarily okay. But yeah. <laughs> if it's... I don't get it. I really don't. You mentioned uh, 
Andrew Shu, and I yeah. came across a new story about Amy Robach. Oh, what is going on with Amy Robach? I, mean, I, I have tell no you, idea what's going on there. Radar and Lion got a really good source to dish on what's going on. But you, <laughs> you know, every now and then, Radar and Lion is a great option. Well, when, I, when you're lacking, they're always they're always they always have a new angle. They always have the best quotes and. Um, so this news story, the headline is, Good Morning America staffers are praying Amy Robot gets fired. <laughs> Do they have a little chapel at GMA they go into at a certain time? <laughs> With Robin on the cross? Um, both the Good Morning America staff and TV viewers can't wait for cheating Amy Robach to get the boot. Radar Online has learned. Quote, people want her out the door as soon as possible. Snitched a source. She's become the most hated woman in TV news. Really? I, I really, I don't, think, hating I don't think the people at ABC like her. No. Well, she's, she's pretty obvious. She's kind of bitchy. But... Because it sounded like ABC was going to let it go. And it sounds yeah. to me like the people working there were up in arms like, are you fucking kidding me? I got to believe they're, they're probably really pissed now, too, because they're kind of rubbing their faces in it by oh, yeah. making out all over the place. So that's the first quote, that she's become the most hated woman in TV news. That is a direct <laughs> quote from a snitching source. Oh, boy. Then a little further down, the source also said, quote, she's lost most her friends and support inside the network. She's brought scandal to a show that prides itself as a family program. And she also infuriated Robin Roberts, who's the face of the show. Yeah. So that's, that's probably her biggest mistake. Even Amy's fans have turned on her, although she closed her Instagram account after the news of the affair broke. Viewers have flooded her estranged husband, Andrew Shoes page, to offer their support to him. Wait, what does that do for him? He was, getting a, he was already divorced, wasn't he, or separated? Is he going to get the job? Oh, Wouldn't it be great if he was suddenly the anchor on Good Morning America? If they hired their exes? Listen, it was obviously unfair what happened to Andrew Shoe, and he will be Amy's replacement. And TJ Holmes' And another wife. news, Robin. <laughs> and they're and they're really good at it too. Both the exes to show that anybody can kind of. Well, do he it. could do it. I, I think it's a fair option. Uh, this could, and TJ's wife could be the female. The source noted that who wants to hire someone who put her show and colleagues at risk just for some reckless tryst? <laughs> reckless tryst. Is, is GMA and ABC really at risk right now? I don't think so. I think they're doing fine without her and so without TJ Holmes. And they have got their big Harry interview tomorrow with oh, hard-hitting yeah. Michael Strahan. Oh, my God. I can't even express. <laughs> I, do, do people still support this idiot? I, if they do, it is just, there's been so many stories even out after the weekend of new things coming out from this book. He sounds like the biggest fucking brat. Everybody hates oh, him. He's I'm such you. a baby. He's so pissed that he wasn't going to be the king. Yeah. That seems to be the thing he was pissed about most over the longest period of time was, I can't believe it. When is he going to be king and I don't? Yeah, but no one controls that. What's he no. talking about? No, I know, but he just he's just pissed about it. So now that justifies all this, William is so mean to me and he gets to be king and I don't. Well, you know, you remember the fight, right? I wouldn't right? have worn this costume if it wasn't for him. The fight that broke the dog bowl that was sitting in the middle of the room? Yes. Uh, did you know that Prince William... When he also- tried not to tell Megan, but she noticed how severe his injuries were and disfiguring? <laughs> when he was walking around with no shirt for three days? If he didn't want to tell her, <laughs> put a fucking shirt on. Did you see the... Three days. But the news story is that William lunged at him and grabbed his shirt twice after the Oprah interview. <laughs> 
he, he broke his chain too in the one lunging. That was the first one. But was that, that's the first lunge. So there were two lunges. Yes, there were two fights. <laughs> uh, Prince William was shouting and steaming when he grasped at him in a dispute in front of Ooh. Prince Charles Ooh. after Prince Philip died. I support died. William one hundred percent. But I was thinking, and okay, in all seriousness. What is it going to click in Harry's mind that, oh, maybe I did fuck up by doing this interview because no one seems to be happy about it in my family? Well, okay, someone, I can't remember where I saw this, but someone said something to him. Maybe it was Anderson Cooper. Like, they've been running clips from 60 Minutes and GMA, and somebody else has clips, too. And I think the, the question was, you know, why, why do you need to, you know— talk about this i mean shouldn't you spend more Still. time he said this is thing everyone needs to know this he says something like this is something everyone needs to know about we can't move forward unless what? everybody knows until it's, out it's all open. out there yeah well he's he has done a remarkable thing and that is that he has made me side with the taliban did you see the taliban responded <laughs> yeah they're pissed at him <laughs> are they going to take him out no. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's well, something did you to see, that. Okay. There's a lot of military but, people who are also very angry well, at him. I mean, you made the point on Thursday, and you're right. That's not something people talk about. They don't talk about no. how you killed. No. And the people that were angry um, were not speaking on the record, but they were being quoted as saying that this is not something that you want discussed or talked about because it triggers. If you well, indeed you have done the same thing, it's not really something you want brought up. And to that point, especially Tal in a braggadocious way, Taliban commander Malavi Agagol was at a checkpoint outside the town of uh, Islam Kala on the border with Iran. And he said, we're still here ruling, but he has fled to his grandmother's palace. He's a big mouth <laughs> loser who's been trying to get attention. I mean, the guy's not right. Or wrong. I support the Taliban right. on this. I, I never thought I would say that. But. I do not even believe what he said about the Mujahideen. He is a loser and is scared to go to a combat zone. We made history by kicking him and his army out of our homeland, and he should be very angry about that. Then he added, do not believe whatever losers tell you. I see news about him a lot on my Facebook feed, and I think he's gone mad and needs a doctor immediately. <laughs> if he's a real man and not a fucking loser, come to Afghanistan again. And once again, that is Taliban commander. Gold. Whoa, you got butt slammed. Nice going, Harry. Some... Now you got the fucking Taliban all riled up. <laughs> Some... He's a loser. I know, and people are supporting the Taliban in the discussion. <laughs> Um, someone said that if what he said is true, and they doubted it was, but they were saying that if indeed he was in a, a, a zone such as this where there was so much killing going on, that basically shooting people from a chopper like that is like shooting fish in a barrel. Oh, really? It's not something that, you know, you really should feel a lot of pride about. Or well, I, I guess he's just telling everyone everything. He just he basically can't stand not to spill anything that ever went through his brain. They were just chess pieces, isn't that what he said? Yeah, like chess pieces on a board. It's like it's oh, a nice thing to say. Yeah, because no, I was in a helicopter just raining down hell. I think they should contact the families of all the people that he killed and have them have a support group and get interviewed by all these shows. It's the Taliban. I'm just saying. I mean, somebody loved them. Now. <laughs> <laughs> People them. love them. They had family members. They had children. They'll grieve differently. Yeah, I think they deserve to have their say. With Oprah? Yeah. <laughs> Oprah's going to sit down with the families well, of Well, someone, and maybe Anderson Cooper would be better for this. I don't know. Strahan. Whoever yeah. is appropriate. So, okay, oh, go ahead, Brian. I saw Jimmy Kimmel had put out the reenactment of yeah. Prince William and Prince Harry's fist fight. Did <laughs> yes. you see that? Yes, I did. Did you like it or no? It was kind of silly. It was silly, but. 
You want to see it or not? Who, uh, yeah, I haven't seen uh, it. I saw it. It's okay. A true story. They're both dressed up like Dave Chappelle uh. dressed up as Prince. <laughs> William set down the water. These are all direct quotes. Then he called me another name. You're a wanker. Then he came at me. <laughs> and we tussled. Slapping it all each happened other. so fast. <laughs> so very, very fast. It's a slap fight. He grabbed me by the collar, <laughs> ripping my necklace. And he knocked me to the floor. There's I landed a dog on the dog wall. It's just in the middle of the floor. cracked under my back. The pieces cutting into me. He mocked me. He was this actually writhing like on the broken pieces. <laughs> I lay there for a moment, dazed, then got to my feet and told him to get out. Then... I made him face the music. <laughs> That's funny. So dumb. It's dumb, but... My favorite part is when he's writhing on the broken pieces to yeah. make them cut him more. <laughs> right, right. Which You're right. He's like, ah, my back. rolling on him. The pieces cutting into me. He mocked me. <laughs> this is what it sounds like when doves cry. Oh, so, my. Are you going to be reading this book? I feel like the whole thing's I, out. I don't know that I want to read. I seriously, I can't stand these people. I don't. No, I don't terrible. really want to hear them. I am. I'm endlessly amused by what's going on. Oh, it's seems hilarious. so crazy. But I'm still just blown away by people that support them and the fact that these all be. these people interview them. I don't know how Anderson Cooper and Michael Strahan don't just say, "Why are you telling me all this stuff? Why don't you talk to him?" Why don't you talk to your father? Why sure. don't you settle it between them? Because well, it sounds like... That's one of the questions they should ask. You yeah. have one million complaints about them, and you've never done anything wrong to them ever. Yeah. I mean, they don't say anything about you, but you go on and on, and plus you repeat the same shit over and yeah. over oh, and over worst, and yeah. over and over. You want to hear another whopper from the book? Sure. Remember how that story came out that Megan was getting all these freebies? People were just sending her oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, and, and they the, didn't like that. And the palace is like, we don't take freebies. We give them back. We buy our own clothes. We don't want to be billboards. So he actually wrote about that in the book and claims that she took the gifts and distributed them to the staff. Oh, bullshit. Oh, yeah, I sure. think it's just horseshit because every, every staff, staff hates her. Yeah, since she they treated them like her. shit. But he says she shared all the freebies she received, clothes and perfumes and makeup with all the women in the office. You know, I was oh, surprised. Yeah. I just, that's so easy to prove a lie. The story about her bullying the staff, which sounds very believable, yeah. the story just died. It just yeah. went away because apparently all the staff have NDAs and they're not supposed to talk about it. Uh, I figured that would be a prerequisite to getting hired, yeah. Well, if they're part of the staff, too. I mean, still, they probably don't want to speak up and get fired. Well... I mean, they have continually controlled themselves in terms of not responding. Yeah. So it's this endless series of beefs that he well, has against them. And then it just, it's like, oh, okay, I, I guess they're not going to say anything back. So I'll come up with more beefs. Honestly, Drew, the, you see these if things. If you made a list, can you imagine making a list how long <laughs> it would be of all of the beefs he has with them? But it, to me, it's one of those things, the people that do like them, it's, it's one of those things where you're just hearing one side of the story. Right, you're just hearing everything they're putting out there, and you choose to believe it as being true. Well, this like this whole this argument about who made who cry. Did, oh, did Megan make Kate cry, or did Kate make, make Megan cry? And Megan, of course, had to correct it and say, "No, no, no, she made me cry. Make me cry. She made me cry. That was when she had baby brain." 
Wait, who who claimed the other one had baby brain? Megan said that Kate had baby and brain. She got yelled at for. Oh, she got reprimanded. <gasps> I mean, that's that's pretty silly for reprimanding her for saying. <gasps> yeah, no, it's totally I stupid. But queen. I don't know why. She I'm not sure what. Have, I don't even she know. Probably what that, did have baby brain. I don't even know what that means to be honest. Like, po- you know, postpartum. After, yeah, postpartum. You're just you're not. So she really didn't. Very mind, emotional. She really didn't mind the dress. She just was being baby brained. Yeah. I I don't I don't know. I mean, I've heard a lot of people make suggestions about weddings. I don't think they necessarily all have baby brain because like they don't want to do things Meghan Markle's way. Yeah. Kate's a classy chick compared yeah, to Kate Meghan. Kate is a classy chick. And Markle, this whole thing about, I'm not okay. That's where it starts with me. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> no one's ever asked me that. And I'm not okay. Because basically she's saying, everyone is an asshole in this family because no one ever asked me if I'm okay. I'm okay. And I'm not okay. She said she wasn't okay, and I just think the person that asked if she was okay immediately regretted asking her when she goes, I'm not okay. Oh, yeah, they were just expecting, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. How you doing? Because now that person has to sit there and pretend they care. And then, uh, and that was the beginning. And then the other thing about her being suicidal and being unable to get any help, Mm -hmm. that is bullshit. Let me tell me that the resources that Harry and Meghan have, they live in a giant mansion. In California, they had Diana's money, which was yeah. millions and millions of dollars. They could not find anyone to help her. Yeah, right. Because if the HR department in the royal family says, no, we don't have any help, then you can't get any on your no, own. No, I've got what my mom left me. Because she always listened to what the firm told her to do. Yeah. <laughs> she did exactly what they told her to always. do. Always. And Thomas Markle needs to make a comeback he, and start talking shit. He, his uh, Samantha Markle talked on his behalf because, you know, he had the stroke. Oh, that's right. And what he, did Samantha say? This is important. He is not going to read the book. He has no interest in hearing anything they have to say. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. I don't want anything to shake him up at this point. His health is very much at risk. There was also some very uh, petty shots, I guess. He uh, was ragging William for being bald in the book, which... <laughs> Why is that okay? Yeah, bald. I, I don't know. I, I think it comes on the heels of William wanting Harry to shave his beard off for the wedding. Yeah. For William's wedding? No, for when Harry got married. Uh, William wanted... Harry to shave for his wedding. The fuck does he care if he shaves? I don't know because I guess bearded uh, royals don't get married or oh, some. Oh, I see. I got news for old him. tradition. There's a lot of overhead pictures of Prince Harry. He's going to go bald soon. Oh too. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I if don't he know is, why, that's more evidence that Hugh is his dad. I don't know why he's so excited that William lost his hair. What's why does that make what, him? What's feel in so it good? for him? Yeah, I don't oh, know. So he's better even though he's lost plenty of hair. Yeah, what's, no, it's what? pe- it's petty. They seem very petty. I can't believe I'm bald. No, he seems pathetic. Yeah. I mean, is anyone going to point out all the things he's been given because of who he is? He's been given more than anyone could ever dream no, of. he's turned them all from down, though. being born. He's turned them all down. Oh, yeah. I've never heard someone so privileged whine so much. I- I've never heard of anyone getting paid so much money to complain. Just about their real life. Just to go on and on about, and this happened and that happened. Here's another $10 million. Oh, and this happened too and that happened. Uh, save some for the memo, okay, for the book, all right? Okay, here's the book. And this happened and that happened. I mean, is the most childish thing to hear someone of his stature complaining endlessly? Holy shit. Unless the family are honestly like the biggest, I mean, if, if the family well, is j- just the biggest pile of psychopaths in world history. I mean, they are the royals, so there's, they're probably a little psychotic. 
I would think the Royals would be fairly genteel. I, I wouldn't think they would do horrific things to people on a regular basis. They could be probably they very... They planning stories. I'm they sure they're very stiff. shit things they do, but... Well, you know, the, the editor... Not like this. Colonizers. The editor of the... of I, I can't remember the name of the tabloid, but it's the most aggressive tabloid, mm -hmm. said something about that. He said, the royal family never planted stories about terrible things family members have done. They yeah. would never do that. And then he went on to say that, by the way, Harry's quite an asshole. <laughs> He's never nice to anyone. If he didn't get great press coverage, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, he seems like a baby. We all make mistakes, but I've never played naked pool. And I've never dressed up like a Hitler. That was William's idea. I, I, I can't understand. How is the Oprah interview not enough to go on television and completely trash your entire family and have your wife do it, too? It's like, well, cause why would you want her doing it? That's insane. If anything, I would have, you know, I'll take care of this. Now he's selling a book. That's really what it's about, isn't it? Yeah. No, absolutely. That's what I mean, though. All about the book. Since that Oprah interview, they've barely spoken to the family. Yeah. There's really not much well, new just to that one, talk about. Just that Prince Philip's funeral when Harry grabbed him again. <gasps> is, is anyone ever pointed out, too, fight. that the Oprah interview was while his, his grandfather was dying? Right. He was literally three weeks from death? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty rude, too. I, I gotta admit, though, I can't wait to hate watch this with Cooper. You're right, Mark. I want to see a celebrity boxing match. The brothers. Between those two? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Well, my, pro my problem match. with the interviews is that none of the, a none slapping of the, match. None of the interviewers say what I think they should say, which is, aren't you getting bored of repeating these stories yeah. over and over and over? Well, I think if someone's going to do it, it'll be it'll be Cooper. I don't know. Maybe Strand. I doubt it. Strand. No, Strand. Strand is like, oh, it's very unflinching. Uh, he's really getting it out there. He's really upset, and uh, he's really he's really getting it all out off his chest. Unflinching. So you oh, so you just sat there while he just spoke. Then Strand, is that what you're saying? Uh, Strand, I think, felt that he should act as if this was important that William get this off his chest, because they are promoting the interview ad nauseum. Very well spoken and on point. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the one. Tease. Very well spoken and um, on point. <laughs> I saw the one tease at sixty minutes put out where Cooper's like, "Do you ever see yourself going back to the royal family?" And he's like, "No, no." Which I'm like, "All right, that's yeah, it. Who cares? Lock the gate. No matter what, don't even talk to him anymore." Be done with this guy. He's a disaster. And I can't, I still can't get over the fact that her podcast won People's Choice Best Podcast. I want an investigation. Right. I absolutely oh, who voted I cannot that? believe that's true. I don't believe I've, it. I've been hanging on to this email for the longest time that addresses some of the stuff on there from Matthew. Uh, guys, so I can't find how to get nominated for a People's Choice Award anywhere. There's no website, link, or arcane detail to see why Joe Rogan wasn't nominated. But as mentioned, usually someone on your team has to submit the request. Yeah, below that's pretty the normal. Below are the voting rules, which show why the whole thing is set up for cheating. Essentially, if I like Megan, I could vote 25 times a day for several weeks, 50 times per day, and bonus time. Yeah, so they got a whole team of people... Voting putting in her. votes for her. Yeah. Probably a whole team of people hitting her podcast over and over and over, too. Yeah. Which is kind of in interesting in what horseshit People's Choice Award is. Yeah. Ugh. No, that was that was that's seriously the least credible thing I've ever heard out of the People's Choice Awards. Mm -hmm. Every now and then somebody wins you go, Really? That's the that person is the People's Choice Did you see this story about this former People's Choice Award winner? Did you, did you know she commented on that? You hadn't no. seen that? Oh, the whole second page has her whole post. <laughs> or maybe Brandon, wink, wink, you should pull up Britney Spears' oh, post. Oh, boy. 
She responded because the last thing we heard was Jamie Lynn <laughs> saying how hard it was this to be her a, sister. So it's a competition as to who, who the bigger victim is. Yep. You got it. <laughs> you got it. That's incredible. Did she take it down already? I don't know which one is it. It's it's words. She just oh yeah. You know what? I don't know oh, which, which picture. Oh, she must have got rid of it. Oh lord. I know. No, it's <laughs> it's a tough one, Brandon. <clears throat> So what happened was Jamie Lynn Spears said, yeah, right? It's just hard. It was hard growing up in her shadow. Are we going to say it was hard being my sister? Hmm. Really? <laughs> well, this was my spy, my spy plan at Vegas as my childhood friends had their heads held high with a seat for their toes and nails and a bottle of champagne what? for each one of them while I stood at the door. Door emoji. Not allowed to go in. She said this several times before. Wait, what, what is that non sequitur? What she did just she had? just say? I have no idea what she just said. Yeah, I, I better start at the beginning because there's a weird segue. But she does. She starts off with you know re- replying to Jamie Lynn, but then goes into that crazy story that she always brings up yeah. about when she's in Vegas and her friends flew in and they partied without her or something. So, all right, let me start again. <clears throat> Are we going to say it was hard being my sister? Hmm, really? Well, this was my spy plan at Vegas as my childhood friends had their heads held high with a seat for toes and nails and a bottle of champagne for each one of them while I stood at the door, door emoji, not allowed to go in. It's called being a good host. You're, letting your, you're letting your ghost guests be serviced. Well, first. Mark, bet your bottom dollar they got a... Bet your bottom dollar? Did you bet really your, say Jesus Christ. Bet your bottom dollar... They be gotten their entertainment from me that night. I've learned from the best. Do we dare set aside our self-care and acknowledge our childhood friend? Why, no. We teach her the meaning of mean and then throw her away at the end with no self-rights. What? I have no idea what she means there. What the fuck? You want me to share it on telly? I'd rather spit in their faces and trash them on Instagram because that's all my family has ever done to me. P-S-S-S-S. Here are pics of what nerve damage can do, which I have the right side of my body, and it goes numb every night. (laughs) Not a victim story or crying about it, because I was never a big deal. I sat in a chair for 10 hours a day, no rights for four months. What is she talking? When did she sit in a chair? A chair. For 10 hours a day and no rights? They hurt me, and nothing was done except I lost 15 years of my life. That was when they made her undress in front of people. And my family owned my name, a subjugated to being an angel, while my dad has five women on his tour bus drinking that cup of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) So cool and smooth, it must have been nice owning my name for 15 years. It honestly blows my mind that the hardships you say you have had with me as being your sister, well, I'm sorry you feel that way, but don't ever poke at my broken foot in the kitchen telling me to go to the doctor because my foot infection might infect your royal children and... Of post. <laughs> Did you follow any of that? <laughs> well, the best part's the end, right? Oh, Isn't oh, that the end? What no, I case. know, I know. That that's my favorite part because obviously Jamie Lynn Spears at some point said, uh, "You got a broken foot. Um, why don't you go to the doctor? It looks infected too." Yeah. And, you know, don't ever poke my broken foot in the kitchen, telling me to go to the doctor because my foot infection might infect your yeah. royal children. Nice aunt. So, so this. <laughs> Brittany makes it sound like she just cowers whenever people... I mean, she blasts the shit out of anyone, including the guy at McDonald's who dared to knock on the window. Are you okay? I mean, she literally blasts the fuck out of him. I'm trying to eat! 
she will bless him. So when these people do these things, she just goes, oh, okay. That's She's, what she did for the first 40 years of her life. She yeah, said, oh, well, okay. She never upset anyone. No. She never made any claims. She never acted like a diva. She was scared. She was prisoner. Oh, my God. She's nuts. It, how do people do this? It's like Paulina Poroskova, Britney Spears, Meghan her. Markle, Prince Harry. These people who are just victims over and over and over yeah, and over yeah. and over. And I well, can't Well, if you're not a victim, there's no story, right, for them. But isn't it weird that people just don't in mass say, would you cut it out? Well, they, they I mean, will. Even people they do close after a while. Her, I would think people close to her, though, would say, Brittany, you know, you're really not coming off very well. Who's No one's close to like her, but Sa that Sam Asgari dude. No, one, no one's close to her. She doesn't, have any, she doesn't have any real friends. I... Guess that Paris shows... Hilton's my friend, Mark. Yeah, right. I would think that uh, Harry and Meghan, well, no, they're probably really insulated, too. I love Meghan. Oh, they're incredibly insulated. Yeah. Harry and Meghan? Yeah, yeah. So, so that's the problem when you don't have any friends to tell you that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, a lot of these... Peter Haskett knows that. Yeah, he doesn't have it's any true. Friends. <laughs> a lot of other people... You have don't have friends. any yeah. friends. Janice Steinman has friends. Yeah, the, the, it's friends funny, the beginning Lynn. of the story... Britney Spears and Jamie Lynn are battling out for bragging rights over who had a rougher they're life. Not, they're not battling out for bragging rights. it's getting ugly. Jamie Lynn just made a comment that it was hard being in her shadow. I would say it'd be really hard to be Jamie Lynn Spears. Yeah. I will go with Jamie Lynn Spears a million times over on this one. Door emoji. I haven't watched. She made those comments on Special Forces World's Toughest Test. I haven't seen that yet. So for Britney, it's not enough that she's the giant monster star of the family that her sister tried and yeah. failed miserably yep. to have anywhere near the stardom she had. She poked my broken foot. <laughs> Boy, does oh, anybody carry a grudge quite like Britney nope. Spears? I was in a chair for 10 hours a day. No rights for four months. Wait, but don't do not forget that Jamie Lynn... And her friends had hairstyles like Christina Aguilera when she went home. Remember that one time she went home and they all had hairstyles like Christina Aguilera just yeah. to troll her? Yeah. What about yeah. me? Boy, what a narcissistic idiot. Special she, Forces, world's toughest test sucks. Well, I mean, the, the best example of that with her sister is her not helping her when her sister was pregnant and barefoot <laughs> pregnant at 17. 17. And Brittany's a star <laughs> and an adult. <laughs> she didn't even help me. <laughs> you need help from your pregnant 17-year-old? Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. What a fucking loon. I know. I can't believe this is continuing oh, on. Continuing. There's an, I mean, I could go on and on about these, but the other one that, that absolutely made me crazy, because it gets reported, too, like it's just normal. Oh, this is just news, is when Britney went off on Christina Aguilera, who was... Uh, like had just performed and she's being dragged away by her publicist and somebody goes what if Sam oh, and yeah. Britney and her publicist and no comment and, and she said something like I love Britney and she's being dragged away and Britney That's just not enough. blasted the shit out of her for not supporting someone who's been a prisoner for 13 years <laughs> that bitch a prisoner that's incredible fucking break oh I'm amazed that the, I mean I feel like the media just does a shit job on all these because honestly even the Britney story was always 
Jamie Spears is a horrible person who stole millions from Britney, and Britney's been a prisoner for 13 years. Yeah. If you saw the way it was reported the first few months, that's yeah. honestly how it was. Well, once again, there's another example of you're only hearing the one side. You're right. only hearing Britney's side because the other side is lawyers. That I don't are- want to say anything. <laughs> hey, Mark, look what I did this weekend. <laughs> Me and Paris went to Cade Hudson's 35th birthday party. It's on TMZ now. Did she really? Yeah, Robert Pattinson was there, and so was Jeff Ross and Edward Norton. And uh, Tiffany Haddish and Billy Eigner, and I was there too. Oh my God, I'd love to see footage of that. Demi Lovato was there. I love her. You know, I just saw where somebody, somebody had a. Oh, I think it was uh, Miley Cyrus's New Year's Eve thing. Uh Paris Hilton was was on it. To watch, yeah, yeah. And and somebody was it Miley sang Paris's song with her. Paris was sang. She stars are something. Paris has a song. Yeah, Paris has a song that actually my dingling very small hit. (laughs) My dingling. They couldn't get John C. Riley to do my dingling instead. Where was that? <laughs> no, I didn't catch that, but I the did. The stars are something. I had no idea she had a song. She had, yeah, she had a song that was a, a mini hit. Yeah, she had a couple albums because, of course, anyone what? can What? I don't remember. Why? I don't remember this yeah, at all. It's got some streams, too. It's I remember got, like, she was a DJ. Stars are blind. Stars are blind. Yeah, it's got 40 million streams, wow, which isn't that bad. I'm surprised that she did that well. And Miley sang it with her at her stupid New Year's Eve thing, like... Is there a 25-year-old who would even know this fucking Wait, song? It, did she steal this from the tight is high? Here, I have the Sounds actual. like it, yeah. Stars are blind and I'm holding. You want to see the actual? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Paris can't sing. But, you know, all these girls had music careers. Every one of them. All right, so it starts off with Miley. I got to fast forward to when Paris. That's Miley? She looks good yeah, there. Yeah, she looks really good. She looks different. Except for that taint. Let's see, where's Paris? Oh, that's that's Sia. Oh yeah, very famous singer. Hair. I'm gonna fast forward again. Where's but that part in the mitten? I gotta tell you, this, who I'm, knows the song? That's just my gonna point, say though. that the crowd's going ape shit like they know the song. Uh oh, here she comes. There's Paris. Oh, what a fool! And look at these people going nuts. Lip syncing. She's not singing. She's a terrible dancer. Look how high her skirt is. Holy shit. I mean, she's terrible at everything except for looking attractive. Wait, have you ever seen a skirt higher than that? No. Wait, does Miley Cyrus only have female fans? There are no guys in that audience. What guy would be a fan of hers? Miley Cyrus? What is I that? Wow, Miley's got great side boob going on there. See, is enabling her. Wow, I like Sia though. She's all right. She's goofy, but she's got good songs. Um, She has all the fabric, too. What the fuck? It's like they had a a certain amount of fabric to use for all three of them, and she was like, I'm taking 90% of it. Hey, what was the final score of the Buffalo Bills game? Uh, Bills won by 12, I think. Should we call Bob it real quick and see what what he has to offer about the game? 35. Sure. I guarantee you I really want to stick to football on Monday, but... Well, we also need to ask him, most importantly, how he got John C. Riley to sing a song. That's true. 
God, that's it. So sounds like him. I feel like it has to be him. Late one night, <laughs> I was lying. By the way, fifteen monthly listeners know. Well, those well, are that's us. <laughs> exactly. It was, wasn't it thirteen before? Because the show Your played it. Not be completed I, what? Dialed. Please check the number and. I might have fat fingered it with oh. a huge My dingaling. My dingaling. Lost dingaling. Lorena had taken my dingaling. I really feel like he's ad libbing this. <laughs> no, no, no! You're giving him way too much credit. Why did she cut off? I don't know. Is that really giving that much credit? Do you think? You think John could really do this ad libbed? No, it's John C. Riley. Oh, John C. Riley could, yeah. Come on, Bob it. I just stood there with no ding a My ding John? No. She chopped off my ding My ding See how spontaneous it is? Everybody's laughing. Very loose. Uh, Please studio. leave your message for. I can't believe John's not available. I'm shocked. Wait, did you say John Wayne? Yeah. John, it's the Drew and Mike show. We were looking forward to a review of the Buffalo Bills game today, which was pretty historic, yeah, really, with uh, DeMar Hamlin and all that. And hopefully, why don't we try again tomorrow? And let's see, should we shoot for about uh, 6 o'clock East Coast time? East Coast, yep. yep. Yeah, we'll try you tomorrow at 6 p.m. And uh, congrats on the Bills win. I hope you're doing well. Hope you're feeling well. Thanks, John. I'm so glad I found my dinner. Yeah, the trial. Is it still rolling, Brandon? I ended it. Oh, you did? Okay. I, I was going to just compliment him on getting John C. Riley to do the song. <laughs> that is so weird. Phone call with John. I don't know. I, somebody emailed me and said, I can't explain this, but for some reason, I'm still amused by John Bobbitt every time you talk to him, and he doesn't really say anything. I think amuse is the correct description. Yeah. I mean, there's surely a limit. But we talked about, on the average, I'd say every four years mm-hmm. since 2000, mm-hmm. and it seems to work. So hopefully that doesn't destroy the magic if he's able to review the Bills game. Somehow I feel like we're not going to talk to John for another four years if <laughs> we talk to him in four years. <laughs> There's no way he watched the game today, is no. there? Oh, well, he might, though. No, he looked no, at our phone and he's Facebook. like, oh, I, f- I forgot to watch the game. I'm gonna turn it but John, wouldn't you think he would be a Bills fan? He is what a is, Bills fan. I know he is. So what is he doing that keeps him so busy that he can't even... I mean, I think he'd be psyched. Because John loves media. He loves it. I mean, he, once he was on the phone with us, he was psyched. Let's see, John. Let's see what, he, what he's posted. <laughs> In the last few days? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, he's updated the um, header of his Facebook page with the three. All right. Heart around it. See, he's totally into the Bills. There you go. Yeah, January Another 6th. Hamlin three Hamlin in our, our hearts. hearts. This is what he wrote. For the love of God, football, tears, and prayers from all your fans. You are love number three. So thankful you are here with us today. And and uh, I would guess Hamlin probably read that. I want to make sure he does read it. Can someone get this to DeMar Hamlin? Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's see. DeMar then, Hamlin's so young, he has no idea who John Bobbitt is. Wait, this post, Mark, can you explain this post? Uh, from four days ago? Yeah. It's a YouTube clip that says, men don't need women, women need men. If men disappear tomorrow, society would collapse. Would you like to watch the YouTube video? Yeah, can we watch that, please? I want to see what's right, got see. John's interest uh, enough to post it. I mean, it's a pretty dramatic post for him. Yeah. Let's see here. Men don't need women. Women need men. 
Men could survive without women. If all the women disappeared tomorrow, men would be fine outside of reproduction. Women need men. If tomorrow they made artificial wombs, what would they need a woman for? Hot take. Who's a better companion? Men or women? So men built the world. All the hard jobs are done by men. If we, if men disappeared tomorrow, they would, society would Speak collapse. Speak it, sister. Men built the world that we complain about. It arguably, one of the driving forces for. Men this doing dude. What do is women. Is women. Who's, who's the black guy in the corner? No. What I'm saying is men could Clearly some social scientist. Because men can be alone, Doesn't women can't. Seem to have a lot women to say about it. Beings. We need attention. And men men don't. You don't see women going out to the woods and just roughing it. That's a man thing. <laughs> yeah. Who's camping and fishing? It's not us. Are you surprised John would feel that way? No, why did John feel the need to post that? I don't know. He liked it. This is something he and his friends send back and forth. Wait, yeah, what else is he posting? I was going through John's friends. Train calling all. Yeah, angels. that's the one we talked about. Yeah, where that he posted for Demar Hamlin. Oh, okay. Oh, that was nice. And Mark is Mark is Facebook friends with John. <laughs> I am. Yeah. And so is Drew Dominic, his son, which is great. They have a. They at least have a social media relationship. I think we should honestly. I think we need to call Drew at some point and try to arrange some sort of a get together. Maybe oh, a Bills game. That sounds like a lot of work. Maybe a Bills game. John is, look how many Hamlin posts he has. John loves the Bills. Uh, hey, Dad. Uh, hey, son. I think Andrew might turn that down, even though he loves the Bills, too. I know John's Facebook page, or uh, Andrew's, Drew's Facebook page surprised me. He had a big BLM with a heart. And, oh, really? Yeah. He strikes me as being a little left of John. He's also a big fan of anime. Hmm. I'm happy to be I mean, back in Buffalo. Look Cole look Beasley. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at his fucking Christmas tree here. Oh, my God. It's all Dragon Ball Z'd out. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever. To each his own. Teenagers, tired of being harassed by your parents? Act now. Move out. Get a job. Pay your own way while you still know everything. Yeah, John knows teenagers. <laughs> That's what John would tell you. Went through a lot with Drew. <laughs> Why did he post that? I don't know. What the fuck? Oh, there's what he had. Where's my feet? That's what he, he posted his his meal there is Thai food. Post is a, a wee bit hypocritical. The one about teenagers. <laughs> Where's my dick? What are you gonna do? Where's my dick? <laughs> oh, there he is with his dog. John got his dog. See? I'm so Looks glad good there. I found my dingling. He's got a Bill's jacket on. Got a nice new yeah. Bill's jacket. It looks like a leather Bill's jacket. It's a pretty cool hat. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's the wait? We just went whip and buy oh, one. What's um, George Bush Sr., George Bush Jr., Ronald Reagan, Richard Nixon, and Tony Blair all have been members of this group. Bilderberg! Do you want me to click on it? Is that the Republican Party? <laughs> it's gonna be well, Tony Blair wasn't part of the Republican it's Party. It's going to be like the Rothschild or Bilderberg It's a secret group. society. Yeah. yeah. I see. Oh, so John thinks that he's got a conspiracy theory going there. Oh, man, there he is. There's his uh, breakfast at Cracker Barrel. That looks good. Me and my bro Todd eating a big boy breakfast at Cracker Barrel. Yum time. <laughs> He's got 14 comments. Who commented on this? Well, let's Who read them. Who commented on this picture of his let's breakfast? Let's read them all. <laughs> what the? Oh, my God. Let's see. Here's the 12. This, this Carl should be talking about this on his Who Are These Social show. What's up? That's breakfast. That's some big breakfast, Linda Parfinsky says. Shirley Williston, say hi to Todd for me. Gimme, gimme, gimme. I have sausages as well. And not only that, I even have bacon. Christine Ruik Anderson, love that place. Angela Fiorita Bulanda, my favorite restaurant. Amy says, tell Todd I said hi. Sarah Trox Pullman Marlowe, oh my God, Crackle Barrel is the best ever. Neil Minton, steak and eggs, Las Vegas special. Bon appetit, everyone. Virginia Hatcher, wow, lots of food. 
Susan Beasley, looks good. Well, these are aging well, aren't they? None of these comments, by the way, have any likes or responses to them. Vinnie Vivian, Johnny, are you in town? Wait, somebody calls him oh, Johnny? Yeah, yeah, she wants it. John Wayne Bobbitt, Vinnie Vivian, yes, I'm hanging out for a while. John responds to the chick, and only the chick who asks about him. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, that, that food does look fucking good. He does not respond to say hi to Todd at all. Yeah, Vivian, I'm around. Yeah. A, a I'm video around. of somebody singing Amazing Grace. What? Number one, they want to destroy you. Narcissists want to hurt you and see you suffering. They want to rip you apart and enjoy every minute they of it. They want to cut your dick off. They use you for their gain and then discard you when you're feeling done. They don't care about your feelings. Wow, that's a strong statement from John. All right, we'll have to continue to look at his postbook possibly tomorrow because uh, an exciting evening, a Lions game to watch. All yeah. of you have seen it already. It looks like, is the Rams game still going? Oh, Rams boy. game is still going. It's coming down to the wire, yeah. so. Oh, boy. Very, very close, yeah. How much time is left? Two minutes and the. 21, yeah. yeah. And the Seahawks, Seahawks have the ball? Yeah. yeah, third and goal. Uh, ooh, oh, third and goal. Yeah. The Rams they're stuffed! Have, they're going to score too fast. They're stuffed. They're going to have to kick the field goal. <laughs> hey, these are partial scores, Let's guys. carry this. Sh- and there's nothing I like know. partial scores. Let's watch this live. This is an exciting <laughs> event. It has a lot I to do with. I have express written consent. It has a lot to do with. That's right. <laughs> well, no, it's, we, it's not. We're doing, not doing it live, though. We can't, we're not going to carry their coverage. Yeah. Just, yeah, there's a little run up the middle, and they don't get it. They're going to have to kick you a field goal. So I'm assuming the Rams are going to get the ball back. They're going to go down and score and win the game because the Seahawks <laughs> left too much time on the... Or Baker Mayfield goes three and out. <laughs> well, that's always a possibility, too. Boy, that was a dumb yeah, call, that, wasn't it? Yeah, that was really dumb. Good job, K-9. Football! Uh, the holidays can be expensive, and right now credit card interest rates are the most they've been since 1996. Why did the hey. Rams call a timeout there? Oh, Sorry. Mark! Sorry. Thanks to those of you who have uh, dialed up Hall Financial. A couple people, I guess, have inquired, and that's all we're asking you to do is if you are looking to get cash out of your home or you're looking for a mortgage or a refi, is consider Hall Financial first because they are such a great sponsor for us. And, by the way, they're very helpful. A lot of people are intimidated by this whole process, and trust me, they will hold your hand and get you through it. If it, it Whatever it is you need, a mortgage, or if you need to get cash out of your home to pay some credit card bills, Interest rates are insane. Get the money you need now with a cash-out refi from Hall Financial. Call them at 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. And here's the kick. Oh, that was close. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tim Boyle and David Blau played to get today? <laughs> yes, Holy I shit. I know. Isn't that great? David Blau? Oh, he was holding on the... Huh? What was David Blau doing? He was playing for the Cardinals. Yeah. Oh, okay. Holy cow. Stars of hard knocks. Well, I have no idea what's going to happen. I'm excited as hell to watch the game. I got to tell you, I don't think I've been enjoying a team as much as I've enjoyed the Lions this year, which is so weird. Well, I mean, first seven weeks aside, but yeah, it's been a blast. But even those games, some of those were pretty exciting. Any measure this year is a success. Yeah. Yep. And uh, got five picks in the first, what, 75 or something or yeah. 79 coming. So who knows? Who knows where we're going? Future's it's, bright. It's been fun this year, I will say that. Most fun I've had in a long time with a team. So, all right, we'll see you tomorrow. Hope we have good news to report. See ya! I shit my pants last night. <laughs> I did. Went out and had a great meal, just a great fucking meal. I had to go to the bathroom so bad in the car. I'm going, travel, hurry up, man. I got shit. Fucking shit my pants. I'm good uh, twice a year for that. When was the last time you shit your pants? Yeah. Been a while?
I was in Vegas a couple years ago. Just an honest to God true story. Staying at the Bellagio. I went over to the Mirage for dinner, met some friends of mine over there. Went to Kokomo's, a great little steakhouse. The guy brings out some fresh crab legs. These just came in, I gotta give them to you guys. I'm eating them. Then we go play gamble a little bit. Then I had a tea time early in the morning. So I said, look, I gotta get going. I'm walking back to the hotel. I get three quarters away out of the lobby and all of a sudden I go, oh fuck. And I'm standing here like this. I got my butt pinched so fucking, I'm, I'm fucked, I can't move. All of a sudden, you know, felt all right. I went just like this. Water. I had uh, some food poisoning from the crabs. Take off my leather jacket, tied it around my waist, and I'm just standing there, and it's just running down my leg. I got jeans on, black bucks, no socks, and uh, I just start fucking walking. Every time I'm walking, something's coming out. It's water. Straight fucking water. Then, to check how sick I was, tell you how sick I was, and then I'm standing outside and got on my cell phone, and I call the guy. I said, Larry, you won't believe this. I'm standing outside the fucking Bellagio. I can't move. I got shit everywhere. I shit all over myself. And Larry's about a 48 waist. So he brings me over a pair of pants and, and some towels and some towels. And so he then he comes over and he meets me where I'm standing. I tell him where I'm standing. He finds the closest bathroom. When you go up the escalator, you go into the fuck. I can't get in the elevator. So so he goes in, he finds the closest bathroom in the lobby of the hotel. And then I get in the escalator. And he kind of pretends like he dropped something so no one gets behind me, tells me where it is. I go in there. He goes and gets the towel all wet for me, throws it over the fucking stall. I take off all my fucking clothes, just wipe off, leave my shoes, left my shoes, my pants, everything right there, the towels right there in the stall. And I'm walking barefoot with my shirt and his pants that are 48 waist through the lobby like this. It's midnight. Got up in the morning, took the most perfect double tapered shit I've ever had in my life. True story. Who's the pitchers in this game?